welcome to the Dual Podcast. I'm Mark. I run with the will. I'm Eric Palver of Digimon System Restore. Decided to do a slightly shorter intro since you guys will no doubt get to hear that again on the stream recording. Um, few changes for the episode. Um, May was from Lost in Translation Mon was going to be here, but her throat has apparently just her voice is completely dropped out. So um, I'm told she's resting in bed with scotch. Oh, that's a new update. I saw the post uh, last night on yeah. Facebook. I was immediately worried. I knew today would be uh, questionable. Yeah, when I saw that, I figured May hasn't messaged me yet because she's hoping she'll be able to make it. If not, she will. So uh, I made a little um, alpha layer overlay that's actually covering up where May would be, and it's pulled your name up a bit to where hers was going to be. Well, it's better than the uh, tweets, than the logo on Twitter with the X drawn over yeah. it. That's awfully Battle Royal. There. Well, it, it was more the sense of, um, were we going, was the time going to be spent to make a new one when it was, you know, at that point an hour away, I decided eh, I'm just going to throw an X on it and move on. Two tributes remain. Yes. Um... So we're going to start with a subject that actually had to do with you and May, which was the hosting situation. Um, me and Victor have talked, and Victor will not be coming back as a permanent co-host, but he will show up to say goodbye and whenever he ha- has some time. But in general, um, it was just time to find a new co-host who could be on on a regular basis, and it's going to be AR. I hope I can be on on a regular basis. It's generally <laughs> kid uh, kid permitted right now. Well, you've done a good job of it as guest host. That's good to hear. Yeah, um, you, you've been showing up f- almost every episode for the last two and a half or three months, almost. I think so, yeah. I mean, even... I know, there, was one, there was one in there that was just May. Yeah, but... but. But that one was always meant to be just May as a guest host. And then the next yeah. time May was going to show up as guest host, about five minutes before the show started, you were like, I can make it. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, May, yeah. May will not be an official co-host, but whenever she has time, she will attempt to hop on also. Because, you know, May has, she has her own stuff to do and all that. I was going to say, it makes sense because I'm the only guest host that doesn't already have their own podcast. Yeah, May will, but yeah, she will attempt to show up whenever she can, though. One more outlet for me to talk about Try when it comes out. Yes. Yes, I, I figure we will have a very long episode with very little news right after Try Part 5 comes out, like me and Victor did for Part 4. Good, because that's what I do best. Yeah. Um, so let's move on to all the gobs of stuff, some of which will be less relevant since May is in here. <laughs> um, so, first up. Um, one of Bandai's official intermediaries for the Premium Banda store gave us a coupon code for the uh, the Wave 2 V-Pets. Um, it's not an affiliate link, just you know, a few bucks off. Worth it if you haven't ordered it yet, I think. Have Did you plan to get any of these AR? No, no. Although that site, is that site include shipping, or uh, does I, that still have overseas shipping involved? I believe it's the same setup as buying from any intermediary, except I believe they get guaranteed stock. Okay. So, like, when 
when a store is ordering, they're just ordering from Premium Bandai normally as a customer, and then stuff, and then they forward it onto you once it shows up at them. In this case, it's actually someone who's dealing with Premium Bandai on the backside. Okay. So their stock is probably guaranteed. That's good to hear. Yeah. Um, now the next thing was something that I was going to discuss with May. Um, it came up last time, but we were kind of rushing towards the end there. Um, we have all the breakdown for Atmon DVD box too. I believe Maze is either in the process of shipping to hers, to her, or it's just arrived. Um, you know, we did our full breakdown and. I really do like these DVDs. I just wish there'd be Blu-rays. I, I don't think there's much more to say than this, other than I like that they're going over every episode-specific Atmon in the booklet. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. I like that they acknowledge each of the different Atmon as they go along. Yeah, but I like how they all get, you know, little profile information. We get really good um, profile shots of them. They get more attention in the booklet than they do in the series sometimes. Yeah, that that's kind of strange, actually, when you really think about it. And I like how, and I, I know it's just really to save money, but I kind of like the minimal style that they've gone with for a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a nice set. It's oddly affordable for Japanese discs, but, you know, it's all, it's good. Um... Next time May, May is here, I'm sure we'll be able to talk about it a bit more in detail. The next, Now, the next one was actually specifically for May. Um, it's the SDCC exclusive domes. May was able right. to get a hold of a set, and mm-hmm. she'd commented to me that that's almost all she wanted to really, really talk about in this episode. So I'd thrown the, it back up. Um, that will be discussed next time May is here. Okay. I, I still okay, ha- I have some of the the actual the original store bought ones, but these are the nice shiny ones. So. Well, they're shinier and they're not randomly packed, which I just really like. Yeah. Like that. That's always been my issue with this type of thing. Is is you don't know what you're getting, and it's too random for me in general. But. Yeah. Well, the first time I bought them in store, I got two Beomons. Well, remember, um. I got a sample box to go over for the site, and I didn't get them all in the sample box. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, that well, at least that shows that they were very honest when they sent me the box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now, the next thing I know you're going to want to talk about, the Try 2 Blu-ray and DVD, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. you got a few days before the last episode, but we kind of skimmed over it because... We were very crunched for time with all the stuff to discuss. Yeah, I had it about a week before that. That week was the week I finally was able to dissect it and okay. look into it and write the my yeah. review of it. Yeah, and we, we we both kind of, you know, clamped down on discussing it too much. Um, so what did you want to talk about regarding it? Uh, well, I tend to focus on the actual dubbing work and the actual translation and I was generally pretty impressed with the way they did things just the fact that you can kind of understand things a lot easier especially because Joe and Mimi's situation in that movie is a really yeah. complicated it's a lot easier to understand it hearing it in English now is it they conveyed it pretty yeah. well now is it just me or 
ignoring the handful of odd mistakes which I which I went over, which right. we don't know who made them at what step or anything. Regarding what's the really di- what I I, did, I will want to mention that just slightly because I did watch that director review and they did say they had an expert producer who really knows what well, stuff. Why well, I, I believe and... they're talking about a uh, Rita. Yeah, is it Mockjut? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, who was at the original season one? Was one of the producers or assistants on the season one dub? Yeah. Um. My thought, though, overall, was does it feel like the dub script writers are much more comfortable than they were with part one? Yeah, I felt that way too. They were a lot more. There's a lot more jokes in there that but, don't. They can, they were nice. They jokes. fit. They were kind of fun. Yeah, they fit. Yes, like and I love that they gave a lot of them to Tentomon. Yes, um, ten, almost any time Tentomon speaks, it almost made me go, "Is Nimoy secretly writing this?" I mean, he's not, but it felt like his type of writing. Uh, maybe what, he's improving. Where, where maybe where everything's been sweetened, but it's not quite as ludicrous as say the season two dub, which even he said he wasn't necessarily that happy with certain aspects of it. Right. Um, but yeah, it's a good release, and it will be here rough about a week and a half. We won't be doing another episode before then, so talking about it now makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. Um, still waiting to double-check on some of the details. My understanding is the replacement disc should be there for the one sold on shelves, but hopefully we'll get more details on that. I'm not really expecting any of the other problems to be fixed, as many of them, I'm 99% sure, are from Toei. Toei. I don't know how to pronounce it. I've never stuck with it to any degree. I'd usually go with Toei, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a good release, and hopefully we'll find out about Tried Part 3 right after, which we already know a shocking lot about. Yeah. I mean, because there was already a screening. Um, We've already heard clips of it. They talked about it. Like, we know what kind of voice Jeff Nimoy does for Hercules Kabuterimon. Mm-hmm. There's one other voice he's mentioned uh, that he does in Part 3 as well. Yeah. Well, at this point, are we really going to hide what it is? I feel like anyone listening probably knows. True. Yes. It's the mysterious man. Mm-hmm. Which I just, I, I love that they're still calling him that. I I can't wait to ask him if he knows what he's going to get into, because as I understand it, he sort of stepped up and said, hey, this was my character, or Jedi was my character in Season 2. Do you want me to read the voices for, for him again? I'm going to ask him if he knows what he just got himself into. Um, oh, and Ian made a comment. Ian, I um, he's commented that he didn't think Nimoy would go straight for try. He's too proud of his work to not put his name on it. Um, as I recall, most of his work for Season 1 was uh, ghosted. I don't believe he was credited for most of his work on season one back in the Saban days. Do you remember if he was? I don't re- For season one, I don't remember. I, want... I know some of, some of it was. Yeah, I, I, I want to say all of the actual production credits were from episode one for the whole season, because I vaguely recall Richard Epcar talked about how he directed some early episodes. Yeah, well, Nimoy wasn't part of the process early on. Yeah. He jumped in a little bit into it. Yeah, but by the time he jumped into it, they weren't changing stuff on the credits, is what I mean. Oh, I gotcha. So, almost all of season one of Digimon, most uh, like three-fourths of it was directed by Nimoy and Bob Boot... Buco- Buckholds. Okay, Buckholds. But I don't believe either of them are actually credited much in that season. 
Um, so this is stuff I can find out about if you really want me. No, to. no, it's stuff that I could look up. I just don't want to look up in the middle of the show and have a discussion okay. that's maybe not relevant when we have a bunch to go over. Yeah, I will have to at some point uh, tweet out a request for questions for him because I am doing a panel with him in a three weeks. Okay, that would be good. Um, we'll make sure to link to that. I think that's it for Tribe Part 2. I get the feeling we'll talk about it more when everyone else has it. Yeah. Um, so that's, let, that's probably fair, because people will know what, uh, what the hell we're talking about. People will have their own opinions of it that yeah. they can form and disagree with us. Yeah. Um, so let's move on to the news. We start off with some hackers' memory updates. Oh, it's always kind of fun to do the hacker's memory updates because we get a lot of information, but not much this time. We have a relationship chart for the three groups. Mm-hmm. And, f- see, the problem is, anytime I hear the name Zaxxon, I just think of the old Sega game. <laughs> um, I don't think there's any real new information for that. It's just formatted in a, a nice way to read. And because... Mm-hmm. And because uh, me and Justin apparently have too much free time. We put the text on the image after I cleaned it up a bit because you know too much time. And yeah, the real the, the real information I'm looking forward to is the exact pronunciation of Hudi. Yeah, I, I keep I keep sort of adding that thing to it also, like you're doing Hudi instead of just saying Hudi or you know right. Hootie and the Blowfish. Is, like, is there supposed to be an umlaut in there? I don't know. Yeah. Um, then the other hacker's memory-related news is on August 9th, we're going to get the release date and pre-order details when they open a new commun- a Digimon game community site in Japan. And yeah, a, lot, this is neat. a lot of people seem really upset with this. They're like, why don't we get this here? We used to have this. But it, it's, it's like, we haven't had that in a long time. No. I mean... I suppose it may have still been open, but just abandoned, but I don't remember this being here since a decade, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll have more information soon. I I want to say we've been told September for Japan, just not a date. Because that's that sounds roughly correct to me, and we get it in 2018. Mm-hmm. And we will have more Hacker's Memory soon, hopefully. We move on to... The 20th anniversary art book, which I just love everything about this, to be quite honest. See, I, every time I look at the pages, I just I love the way it's laid out. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how they've even included the 20th sprite from the um, the D1 tournament. Oh yeah, yeah. And you know, lot, just lots of art, and it's gonna cover all the Digimon from. They say vol the version one through five and twentieth. What they really just mean is the twentieth, but they can also say one through five because it includes everything. Yeah. But yeah, and um, you know, they've teased new art by Kenji Watanabe, and going even going through Digimon Ecology, which amazing amount of deep, <laughs> like some interesting. They're gonna go over the Royal Knights. They're showing the original packaging. They're going to go over file, um, the digital world. Lots of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's 200 pages, and it's a decent size. It's going to be hardcover. 
It's a coffee table book. Yeah, but it, it's a coffee table book with oddly just... They could have gone away with a lot less, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Any specific thing you're looking forward to from what we know of the book? Um, not particularly. I'm not really in the market for this. I was never in, into the whole okay. the V pets or the or the cards. the The see, art is nice. Yeah. Course, see but. that. See that's what I'm interested in is the art. I'm not yeah. interested in the V, in the actual you know V pet specific elements. It's mostly gonna be art information. But you know we'll have more to say about this in a few months, no doubt. And we have some updates on the card set. Uh, this keeps look they they keep making this look fancier and fancier. But I don't like even enjoying the art. I don't want this at all. It it just feels too much like a money pit. Because it's it's basically gonna be a hundred dollars for sixty cards for a card game that I can't play. <laughs> I mean I I don't know what I would do when I frame I. I like the new Agumon and Tyrannomon art, though. That's fantastic. Yeah. And then they've confirmed a few of the new cards, which are all characters who I feel like we all knew were going to get cards. Right. But, you know, that's good, and that's up for pre-order now, and pre-order closes in about two or three weeks for anyone who wants to get it. I don't think we have much more to say here, because we've kind of already discussed it a few times. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, just getting updates, yeah. yeah. Now, let's move on to the section of the show where truly we needed May here, which is yeah. which is all the fun crap that they've announced to come out. Um, so first up, for roughly $40, you can buy Tailmon's glove. Glove, in the singular. Yes. Now, do you think most people who are buying this are going to buy two of them? I would think so. Yeah. So we have it just, to. Glo- it just feels like something you need both of. Yeah. Um. So we have the glove. Uh, well, I'm just gonna say gloves because. Every, yeah, I don't see many people buying one. Then they're going to bring back the backpack in tote bag again, which I know May has the tote bag. I think she has the backpack also, though. It's a nice. They look nice. Yes. I. I if I did any sort of outdoor activities, it's something I'd probably get. So would I. I prefer indoor activities. Um, and they're bringing back the Padawan hat again. This keeps selling. They need to stop putting this out because every time it comes up on my timeline, my wife says she needs one. <laughs> yeah. Um, they They should reprint that can badge, though. Although, to be honest, at this point, I don't remember what the hell it looks like. I'll have to look it up at some point. But somehow a Patamon that sits on your head really is like a perfect plush idea. Well, yeah. And um, another set of pre-orders for that crazy-ass watch. (laughs) And when I put this batch up, at least one person messaged me on Twitter saying they're ordering the watch. Okay. So I don't know how many people that could reasonably be in, you know, the English fandom who are getting the watch. It may just be them. But it will be very interesting to hopefully, you know, we can get some more detailed photos of the final product. If we know of somebody who's going to buy it, there are countless others who will buy it. Not necessarily yes. in, not necessarily on the English side of it, but Yes. Um and they'll then, do fine. And then we have the fancy new thing, which is the second item in the Digimon Premium Art series. 
It is coin cases. Um, three different leather colors. The design is fucking perfect. I do have to say that. Yeah. Like, yeah. making it look like the brick pattern from the original V-Pet, that's perfect. And yeah, There's the... no way I'm going to own these, but no. they look nice. No. And you can um, you can attach a medallion to it to make it look fancy, and the medallion is the new art that was done for the, the what was it called, the Duralumen cases. Mm-hmm. Um, and it comes with the Shikishi of the Metal Greyhawn, which was mysteriously missing last time. Oh. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, a few people have asked me why would they make coin cases. Coins are still used a lot in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably coins are used to the extent that we would think about people using credit cards, I would probably say. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they also have denominations that are higher than we have. I yeah. Mean, the the yeah. highest commonly used denomination in the U.S. is... Basically a quarter. Yeah. See, in my head, I'm sitting here going... You know, I was gonna go fifty cent, and I'm like, wait, is there fifty cent? I'm like, my I'm... wife got a no, my wife got a fifty cent piece the other day. Yeah, and but she was but excited th- for it, promised never to use. Yeah, it. Yeah, but they're not common. But like my, like, but like I'm, I'm so di- I'm so not used to using coins that I actually had like I was like, I know there's you know dollars. I'm sitting here going, are there fifty cent pieces anymore? I don't remember. I like to have coins around in the rare case when I'm using cash. I like to have a little bit of change yeah. on hand, but not enough for a, its own pouch. Yeah. And, I mean, they're nice, and they're expensive as hell. It's about $130. I'm trying to think of what to say in regards to that, but I don't really have much. Do you have anything to say in regards to that? You're really going to blow someone away when you pop that sucker open to... Drop a 500 yen piece on something. Yes. Especially if you don't have the medallion attached at the time. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about something a bit more affordable and that I think is personally more exciting, though. Um, Pre-orders are open for Digivolving Spirits Metal Garumon. The price is about $65. The figure still looks great. And I love the Gabumon. That's far more reasonable. Yeah. Um, it's up for pre-order now, and it'll be out in January. And they announced the third figure, which is just very exciting because of how many times they've canceled figures of him. Mm-hmm. Diabloman, or mm-hmm. Diaboramon, if you want to go with the dub name. Um, they were going to do a fig arts of him. Or wait, no, this is back in the D-Arts days, wasn't it? Uh, where they showed the prototype off at trade shows. And then later on, they reversioned that into a Fig Arts Zero, which never came out. And they've now formally announced that the Digivolving Spirits is going to come out. I need it. Uh, uh, have you... they said what it transforms from? It, it, I think they have. Yeah. Um, it, it's Caramon. I don't remember if they've said it officially, but you can oh, yeah. s- but you can see enough yeah. details from his back. Um, right, to, right. That it is Caramon. We've we've talked. I think we've talked about this. Before. Yeah. I think when they first shut off the prototype, where, yeah. where we were talking about like you can see a few Caramon details, but they've hidden them so well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, th- these figures, like when you look at the comparison between the old and the new, the easiest way to explain this is the new one is what you remember the old one looking as in your head. <laughs> 
Like when, like looking at the Metal Gurumon images. I don't remember the figure looking like that, do you? I don't remember the old figure. Oh, okay. Um, the coloring is really good. It has metal. I may have already pre-ordered it. Because, you know, they're pre-ordering it on Amazon also. And because we've been asked in the chat room, um, they've shown off, beyond the ones we've seen, they've also shown off Andromon and Alphamon. Neither mm-hmm. of those have been announced to the point of release yet. They've just been showing off the prototypes. They've, yeah. said, they've said for sure they are going to release all eight. The goal is to do all eight from the final scene, battle scene in an adventure. Mm-hmm. We don't uh, know what the number sequence no. is for these yet. Yeah, so unless they throw in some other ones quickly, Alphamon or Angelmon will be four and five. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they all look really good, though. I'm just, I'm very happy. And next up is the big news from last week is Digifest happened with a bunch of news. Uh, first up, though, they have not announced a home video release this time, even though there was another little audio drama. Mm-hmm. Did you hear what the audio drama was? Singing competition. Yes. Um, yeah, you know, we're not going to talk about the actual Digifest itself too much, just because a lot of it was, you know, more singing and promotional stuff. They, um, yeah. uh, Hitomi Yoshida okay. did a duet with AIM, though, which I heard was one of the better things, and it was, uh, was it Supergirl? Supergirl, yeah, from with, Zero, the Zero Two song. Yes, and that is one of one of the better Zero Two character songs, to be honest. It is, yeah. One of my favorites. Yeah. And then we have all the news they announced at Digifest. Which they announced... A, a lot was announced at Digifest and around Digifest. So first, let's start off with new gem figures. And these just look fantastic. Although they, they all have kind of looked good, to be honest. Yeah. I'm really interested to see when these, these colored... Yeah, does it seem weird that um, Tokomon and Koromon are both winking? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so these sets are, there's not official names for them, I've just been calling them Adventure Sibling Sets, just so that I have something short to write on Twitter. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we have Taichi and Hikari with their Digimon in, I'm just going to say lower forms. Yeah. Um, yeah. Adult or uh, baby two? Well, it's ba- it's baby two. Oh wait, it is the baby two form for both of them, isn't it? Yeah, that's Nyaromon. Yeah, it, I'm so I'm so not the. You expect you almost expect it to be Plotmon in yeah. these situations. Well, because they do it so often, like my head is all is wired, you know, because I get, I, you know, I'll write, you know. They're in their rookie forms. And someone will then mm-hmm. go, Tailmon's a champ. It's like, yeah, I know. I'm just trying to keep it short. Hikari's entire line is shifted. But yeah, these look nice. I mean, you can see detailing on the shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the Yamato and Takaru, which is... The Tokomon and the Sunomon are like the high points of this. Because I can't figure out the pose that Yamato and Takaru are in. They're about to fall over. Yeah, it, it's like like it. It's great for like an action holy pose, but trying to imagine that pose working. Right. Do you I, think that's one figure or two for Yamato and Takeru? Te- 
Oh, it's one. I'm sure of it. It is one. Yeah, it's, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, well, here, well, here's Taichi the thing. and Hikari. Well, well here's the like thing. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. When I say it's one figure, I mean it's going to come together. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, they may be separatable in some fashion. Like, I mean, obviously, oh, yeah, like, that's like what, that's what I'm asking. Yeah. Is if it, if um, they can be separated. Well, it's also hard to tell with the prototypes because these could be hand carved or printed, and just not able to like the final release might. Yeah. I wouldn't be... See, like, I, in my head, I'm sitting here going, well, if you pull Takaru out, you almost have correct spacing for him to hold Sunomon. Oh, yeah. But we'll see. Um, We have no further information on these, but I feel like... That can't last because of, of news that will show up later. In that we don't have any other gem figures we don't know about at this point. Mm. But they did show off a giant Tailmon plush. <laughs> this thing's going to end up being 80 or $90. They're only going to make a few hundred of them, and people are going to go insane to try to get them. Yeah, if people went nuts for the Meikumon one, yeah. then the Tailmon one's going to be... Yeah, I like... Okay, officially they said the Meikumon was 500 I think they've reprinted it since then. Because it's just shown up in too many places. Yeah. How many do you think they make for Tailmon? Oh, I don't know, but it's got to be more. 2,000? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it, it will be interesting, though. Do you think the price is the same, or do you think they jack it up a little bit? I would hope it's the same. Okay. That I'd, I I would rather them keep it the same price. Yeah. With respect to Makumon. Yeah. Okay, and now we're on we're on from the product Digifest news to some of the more bigger stuff. Um, they showed a new trailer, which everyone's very excited about this trailer because we don't quite it's a it's the classic try. We see a lot of stuff, but we don't really know what the fuck's going on in any of it. Yeah, that's good. That's how trailer yeah. for this should no, go. No, that, that's... Well, the funny part is is every, a lot of people complain about it, but then if you see a trailer for a movie that tells you stuff, they complain they're being told stuff. Yeah, like, that was the problem a lot of people had with movie two, was that it was giving too much away yeah. in the trailers. Um, I, this and, is way... This is way yeah. preferable. Yeah, and, um, you know, pre-orders for part five have been up for a while, but we finally saw the cover, and this may be the best cover art yet, to be quite honest. I agree. Honest. I, I mean, love this th cover. Yeah. It, it, it's... Let's put it this way, I'm already jealous of the UK fans who are going to get this on their eventual Part 5 DVD when that's announced a well, year Well, let's not be sure. They're being so random, because Part 2 has the Part 2, but Part 3 could easily go and use another poster. You know what I mean? Hmm, maybe. I'd, I'd be weirdly inconsistent if they did that, though. Yeah, but their Part 1 doesn't have the Part 1 art in the first place. Oh. Part one uses the the train car art. Oh, I well that that's still it's still different than the you oh, know, I, single color movie posters is what I mean. No, I know, but what I mean is is their part one doesn't use the part one cover from Japan. That I can understand. It, it may just be that they didn't have anything better to use for part two. There's a lot of stuff you could use for part two. Well, I There's mean, like, well, I mean that they're allowed. I mean, I mean that they're allowed to use. Oh. Remember, just because it exists doesn't mean they're allowed to use it. They're allowed to use yeah. pretty... It feels like they're allowed to use a lot Probably. of different things. Um, but... I, the best facial expression on this is Hikari. 
the sort oh, of yeah. the sort of hmm look that she has. Mako has that smirk though. I like that yeah. little Nice little expression there out yeah, of Mako. Yeah, there's lots of good expressions. And, of course, the the little tri, you know, overlay theme. This time, lots of twos. Lots of twos. Just a lot of twos. It's um, getting worse. I, I catch a zero <laughs> way in the background there. Yeah, but it's mostly twos with a few ones and a zero or two. A zero um, or two, just mostly twos because yeah. it's getting real now. The theatrical release is September 30th, and... November 2nd for the disc release. Mm-hmm. And I am sure that I will spend far too much time doing a breakdown of this like I've done for all the others. <laughs> and at Digifest, they did the f- they announced the Part 5 ending theme and did the first performance of it. It is the... F- I mean, they've sung songs together, but I believe this is their first duet, Correct. I believe so, yeah. For usually when they're usually when they're together, so was Wada, so Yeah. So it's uh, Yumi Miyazaki and Aim. The song's called Aikotoba. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you know if I'm saying that right? Sounds right to me, Aikotoba. Yeah. yeah. Um and it translates roughly to something like password or watchword. One or the other you know, it's kind of hard to understand the context without the song itself. Yeah. Yeah. Um there will be four versions of it, all of which are actually reasonably priced, and some interesting bonus stuff, I'll actually say. It this it feels like one of those things where I almost have to try to grab and scan everything. Part, oh. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see these bonus yeah. stuff before. Um, version A comes with... Well, version A. Comes with the DVD for the music video. Mm. The second one, we have no idea what the hell's different about it. The third includes a new song by Miyazaki, and the fourth includes a new song by AIM. Wow. And those are out September 27th, which is... Well, when else are they going to release it, really? Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now for what was probably what got people the most excited. <laughs> yeah. uh, they announced Digimon Tamers in a Blu-ray box... For 2018, and I just see in my notes that I wrote the wrong date. It comes out April 3rd, 2018, for 53,800 yen. Um, I feel like a number of Tamers fans have not paid attention to the prior Blu-ray boxes. Because <laughs> I saw a lot of sticker shock from people like, Mark, did you put the comma in the wrong place? I was like, no. That That's almost identical to the prices for Adventure in Zero Two, actually. Yeah. Um I know the ec- the description they've given of the product is almost identical to the other two boxes. So yeah. I, yeah. Minus that like the adventure set and for various reasons O2 didn't. There's going to be a new audio drama by Kanaka. Really looking forward to this. This is going to be cool. I'm really looking forward to it, but I kind of hope it doesn't answer anyone's questions. I don't expect it to. No, I, I don't. It's, it's Konaka. That's not how Konaka yeah, rolls. Yeah, yeah. If you go and check any work he does, even when he's been able to come back and answer questions, he just ends it on a cliffhanger again. He ended Tamers the way he wanted to end Tamers. Yeah. Plus, here's the thing. It's not really on a cliffhanger in the first place. No, it had a perfectly... Yeah, I, I think mean, Tamers I mean, had I mean, the 
Tamers had the cleanest ending of any season. Like you know how Tamers ended. There is not a whole lot else to talk about. Yeah. I mean, I mean, let's let's ignore the movie and the audio drama that came out previously. You can even include the audio well, drama. Well, no, no, in that. well, no. I, I'm saying ignore it for the time being in the show as the show itself. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. It ends with them going with the Digimon going back to the digital world, and then Takato goes to where Gilmon would hide and sees a path yeah. back. Let's call it hope. He yeah. says hope. It's basically the end of Monsters, Inc. You do not need to know... I mean, don't get me wrong, I understand that people do want to know what comes next, but you don't need to know what comes past that. It. You, I understand it would be nice if you did, but it ends on the moment. I'm laughing because I always like to joke... I joked about this on my blog that Tamers has the same ending of Season 2 of Doctor Who. <laughs> Friend gets pulled into the other world, irreversible. That's the end of it. Move on with your life. <laughs> and then she pops back a few times. Yeah, because she's popular. Yes. Um, yeah, we're going to have much more to talk about this soon. I expect this to roughly be video and audio like the last few episodes of Oto. Right. I would say one thing to caution is that this audio drama isn't necessarily a follow-up. It no, might just be no. a fun side story, because if it's a follow-up, there's a chance that you wouldn't be able to shoehorn the Digimon into it, based yeah. on how it ends. Hell it, could, hell, it could literally just be an audio drama adaption of the story he wrote for that sci-fi magazine. It it could be. I, 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 I would I, like to have I, something featuring the characters. Yeah, I think I, I'm, just be... saying, I'm just saying there's such a huge range that everyone is expecting a follow-up, and I just I don't know if that's realistic. Especially since there already... I mean, there was a follow-up. Yeah. So... Yeah. And that was depressing as hell. (laughs) Yeah, it it was... Do you want more of that, or do you want something happy with it? Yeah, it was... Tamers can be happy. It was all letters to John, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. We'll we'll see. Um, I... I... The one thing everyone who plans the import doesn't even remember is it's an upscale of component videotape from 2001. Right. Get, I, I say this being kind of a video whore. You need to have your expectations in check for what this is going to be. This is not going to be... They've gone and they have 35mm film stock and they're going to remaster it. Yeah. This is, if it isn't smudgy as crap, be happy. Mm-hmm. Although the, the commercial aired during... Atmon last night. Yeah, but they haven't in the past when they've used. Um... Oh, I don't mean I don't. Yeah. Not, not saying anything about the video quality. I just thought it was really cool to see the commercial airing on Atmon. Yeah. And we move on from Tamers to the Tri Cafe is coming back with two locations this time. I get the feeling we're gonna be going over food and drinks in the next few weeks. Ar. Yep. Which is totally not my specialty. But... Yeah, that that may be when I try to grab Victor to be on because he actually liked going over the stuff for the first cafe. There you go. Yeah, so the, we'll I see. I mean, we're, we're gonna get new art. That'll be fun. Well, the odd thing is, is it's two locations this time, but I believe both are bigger than the original location, and the original location's not included. Oh, okay. So, like, I believe the Anion Station in Akihabara is like the home base Anion Station. 
Mm. Now, when I say bigger, they could very well be the exact same size, and I'm just clueless. But we'll see. Um, there's not really I'm much curious. to say this. I'm curious what they're going to do for special programming. I would like be... everything else is sort of in line. Yeah, but I, I but but last time the special program was basically commercials, or uh, you know, um, the op the opening and the intro, and they even bragged that it was going to be using the uh, international opening, which hadn't been seen in Japan before. Wow. Oh, yeah, or showing clips. stuff there. Yeah, the, the actual entertainment, my understanding is, wasn't super exciting. Okay. You know, like, there were some show stuff, but it was mostly ambiance. I wasn't aware that the first music cafe had anything considered special programming, so... Um, it did, well, the theme was that... <laughs> the theme of that one was that the Digimon were popping in from Koshiro's server... Right. So, you know, there'd be really, really low frame rate animation of them on the screen waving to you and everything. Yeah. But there yeah, there, but... yeah, there was some stuff. Um, the primary one was that every hour they would um, dim the lights or light up and they'd play the digest uh, films. They'd do the opening and endings, mm. stuff like okay. that. Okay. So I, I'm not... Ex- It'll probably be something along those lines, see, then. See, date-wise, it's close enough that minus the first few weeks of the Akihabara one, I wouldn't be shocked if they did the digest of Part 5 also, because the Part 4 digest was in the last one. Okay. So, yeah, we'll have more to say about this. And Wait, th- the digest leading up to Part 4? No, mean, I or? mean, the last cafe was open for Part 4. Yeah. And they had the Part 4 Digest. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, now, the cafe opened a bit before. I assume they held that one back until after. Yeah, I would think but, so. But it was explicitly listed that the Part 4 Digest was there. So, you know, they haven't announced anything for the new one, but I wouldn't be shocked if it's the same general setup. You need a spoiler alert going into a cafe? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to decide, do you think the artwork is the theme this time or do you think that's just promo art? Usually it's been somewhat consistent yeah, that it's been but, related but, to but, but it's somehow. like but it's, like, but it's like the last music cafe had such dynamic fun artwork and now it's just sort of them standing there serving food or mixing drinks. Like the artwork last time was really really like, you know, there was energy to it. I think it's going to be, this might be a little more subdued, but I think it'll be something along these lines. Yeah. And that, I think that's people what I would guess. still enjoy character art yeah, but of the, everybody in this sort of server style. Yeah, but the but the artwork last time was so fun that th- this hey, feels... Everyone, everyone loves their coffeehouse AUs. Come on. <laughs> uh, fuck. Yeah, you're not wrong, but yeah. Um, and the next one, we have a bunch of stuff to talk about. It's the stage play. So, um... The, this keeps developing. Th- this isn't necessarily in order. This is sort of just... <laughs> we g- we have cards, and um, about a week or so ago, we got a trailer, which is, you know, just um, them practicing. Mm-hmm. Which was still enjoyable, because yeah, it did sort of have a scene in yeah. there. Um, they announced special events uh, after seven of the ten screenings. There was, um, 
mini concert by Aim and Ayumi Miyazaki. Yeah, that was fun. I heard some yeah. of the songs they played in that. It's yeah, really cool. so, yeah. Um, they they did the a Stand f- by they, Me. They did the for, last did they, didn't they do Forever Friends? I don't know if I saw Forever Friends on there. Okay, I'm I'm I'm, may, kind, I, I'm kind of piecing this together yeah. from different reports. So yeah. I, well, the other it thing might it, have been. the other thing is is um they were scheduled for the 6 p.m. one. I think they might have shown up for the earlier showing also. Oh. Uh, unscheduled because. I want to say our four-member Ukio, who was there, I think he went to the earlier show, and I think they had the mini-concert there. Okay. I, I may be mixing up times and stuff, but yeah. So, you know, there's stuff like, um, I think the last one is, is you you know, the cast will pop out and you can high-five them. Other ones, you know, they'll give out postcards and presents. Mm-hmm. St- stuff like that. Um, and there's been lots of photos and little clips of the Digimon which have all yeah. been kind of fantastic. Yeah. Um, some of them are a little weird, but some of them well, take some getting used to, but the, the they're mo- all pretty cool. The most perfect ones have been Agumon. Yeah, like, Agumon is Like, great. Agumon's puppeteer has figured out the personality of that character perfectly. Like, when he yeah. sits him down and then Agumon sort of moves his head around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that vibe with Patamon too. With, yes, with Patamon. Although, is, is the Patamon puppy kind of ugly in the face to you? Yeah, up close a little bit. Yeah, but you're not looking at it up close. Yeah, in theory, it's a stage um, play. Yeah, so there's that's the only the... puppet. The only puppet I'm not so sure about is Gabumon. The no, details see, of the see, see, kind of see, weird to me. See, I love Gabumon because the shot of him sitting there. Oh yeah, the action's fine. No, but like the shot of him sitting next to Yamato's actor on the bench. Yeah. That's a perfect shot, and that's like the shot where you just look at the puppet and you go, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's all good. The puppeteering, as far as I can tell, has been fantastic. Um, and I- Ian's asking about do we know what they did for but I would assume it's just the butterfly tri version that Wadakoji sang. Um, I don't see any reason why they would use a different version of Butterfly for what is effectively meant to be a tri-tie-in thing. Yeah, well, they're not having the performances every time. I mean, I know they have a band up there, yeah. but they're not going to be singing. Um, they're not going to have the yeah. actor, you know, the singers yeah. up there every time. So let let so we'll move on to the next stage play thing, which is one of the things that sort of flipped people out the most is, is Van Damon's back. Sure, why not? And At least few, it's in the stage play. And a few people were kind of upset with me for posting it. They, okay. they, fe- they felt that it was a spoiler. And my feeling is, is when they're putting out press photos and interviews regarding it, yeah, you can't... Anything... It, it's, it's, like, it's like, I don't post dis- plot descriptions on Twitter. I, we can't really hide when they're giving out press photos. Right. My policy with spoilers is... Anything that they officially release, I'm okay with. Yes. But anything that is yeah. come secondhand, yeah. at least for try itself, yes. I generally want to L- like... avoid. I'm not. I'm kind of a, the stage play. I don't care. Spoil yeah. what you want because I don't know when I'm going to be able to see this. Um, December. We'll, get to, that la- we'll December. get to that later. Yeah, we'll get to that in a bit. But um, yeah, we'll but... get to that later. But as far as you know, as far as try, I don't want to hear well, anything. Well, secondhand. what's the matter? Like, if they give out press photos for try, I will post them without explaining yeah. them. If if someone sees try early, I'll I'll say on Twitter, hey, if you want to have a potential idea what's going on, spoilers, you can go look mm-hmm. here. When they're giving out photos of the character, there's nothing I can do about that. I'm posting it. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
So this is well, yeah. The secondhand stuff I've yeah. written a lot about how I yeah. really don't like those early screenings. Yeah, and, and, public. Well, the problem is, is um, we've gotten descriptions of every single one, and mm-hmm. every single one when we've actually watched it, it, it it's like getting it tenth hand, basically. Yeah. Where, a lot of telephone going on yes, there. Yes, where there are things that I'm 100% sure are happening based on the fact that I kind of have to report it, mm-hmm. and it simply does not happen. Right. Or happen that way. So, we have Venom Vamdamon Undead uh, by Kenji Watanabe. I don't know the context of it yet, but uh, I like the design. They probably fight it is the, probably the context there. Well, Just yeah. going out on a limb here, I haven't heard anything official. Yeah, but but, but you know what I mean. Like the context of why. Because it's Vamdamon. Yes. Do you really but, need an no, answer? No, but, but, but I mean like, is this if him? They want Vamdamon no, 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 no. But, 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 you, but you know yeah. what I mean like, is this him after Belial? Is this something left over from when he was Venom Vamdamon the first time? Is oh, it re- is it really him? Is it a dream? Is it an illusion? It's Pico Devimon came back and got buff. Yeah, but but you know what I mean. We don't have yeah. any context no, yeah, for what this is. Um, they can conf- their animation shows up somewhere in it for Metal Greymon evolving into War Greymon. And we... I was wondering what the big deal about that was until I realized that we haven't actually ever seen Metal Greymon going straight to War Greymon before. Yes. Yeah. Like, that is actually sort of newsworthy. Yeah. And then they showed off the products. Um, we're not going to go over all these in detail because they're all basically the same thing. Basically, there's a lot of bromide prints. There's some really mm-hmm. nice can badges. And there's a um, pamphlet, which apparently has a bunch of photos and stuff in it. Yeah, I like that that for all of these different things, they changed up the poses a lot, and they actually yeah. have them posing together in unique. I was so afraid with these uh, that, the it was, that it was just get... one that they were they were they're just going to mesh two different yes. pictures together. Uh, when we didn't these get have personality, yes, to when we didn't get photos originally, I honestly believed it was just going to be the press photos of them standing there mashed together. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking too. I wasn't that excited until I actually no. saw them and go, "Oh, they put effort into this." Yeah. Um, these are probably all from those initial photo tests. Oh, absolutely, but yeah. still, uh, they took different yeah. ones and they like took the, some care, like, but then like, they make us want them. Like the one of Edamon laying down with his hand on his chest? Yeah. I mean, these all have great personality to them. Yamato has his harmonica in one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these are all great. Um, at the last minute, they announced that they were going to you know, have CDs there and Bromide Prince of AIM and uh, Miyazaki. Mm-hmm. Um, they showed off photos of Knife of Day, who's going to be there. Yep. And then, roughly a week ago, we got to see an Animedia image. And, you know, they did an interview and all that also, which we don't have translated yep. yet. Um, yeah, yeah. The art's good. Yamato's hair slicked back way too much. Yeah, it's very... And Agumon looks... Oh, it's re- very Norstein's father there. Agumon looks really, really happy or constipated. I'm not sure which. Or hungry. He's, all of the above. He's, well, he's always hungry. Um, Animedia confirmed earlier today that this is the actual Animedia image from the next issue. Mm-hmm. I mean, we kind of guessed that, but you never really know. And just... Ye- uh, was it yesterday that we got images from the rehearsal? And we got to see some new stuff in this, and it looked really good. 
Oh yeah, yeah. That was it was either yesterday or the day before, yeah. but I feel like the odd thing, does it seem like a lot of people are surprised that the puppeteers are on stage? I don't understand that. I assumed they would be the whole time. So did I. The way they've been maneuvering them yeah, the whole it, it's, time, it's, there's only one way you can do yeah, that. It's like, it's. I mean, we've seen, like, we've seen them using the puppets constantly. There is no Kermit yeah. the Frog, they're hidden underneath with the hand up right. the, the puppet's ass. That It's not, we've seen them moving the puppets around for weeks at this point. Yeah, I'm, I'm shocked that people are are surprised by this. I, I would say okay, so, but I, but I'm not imagining that, right? A lot of people do seem legitimately shocked. No, I I had somebody uh, retweeting me on Tumblr that was just like livid about this, and I just went off on them because I mean, have you has anyone seen Avenue Q? Because they do this on Avenue Q yeah. as well, and that is a Tony Award winning musical, um, and their puppeteers are right on stage. Ian, I should mention Ian mentioned the Mimi Fatter hat. That doesn't appear to be her original hat, and she, I think she wears a version of her original hat in, like, part three? Yeah. Two? Part or three, she yeah. has a version of that hat yes. again. But, and I think that's supposed to be this hat, but it's not her original hat, to my knowledge. Yeah, a lot of the outfits in this are similar to the ones they've worn yes. in Tribal. Yeah, I, I've actually loved that part, because, like, I'm picking out outfits, like, that's from that, that's from that. Mm-hmm. Like, Hikari's is very distinctively from part two. Yeah. And Taichi's worn that one before. Sora's yeah. worn that one before, just looking at yeah. these. And I like how we... I'm just, I'm, I'll say this, I'm glad they're not in school uniforms the entire movie. Yeah, I, I was kind of worried that we're going camping in our school uniforms. Um, And uh, Neko brought, brought this up. They're, I think they're in gray outfits because it uh, fades in with the background better. It yeah, just doesn't in photos. The gray with the gray background... It, it makes sense. Because yeah. I assumed it was just going to be black backing, mm-hmm. minus when they were projecting, but they kind of like a, a sky background that's kind of grayish. It makes sense for them to be in nondescript gray outfits. Yeah. I mean, they're yeah. even wearing hats. <laughs> um, and the picture shows, like, we did not know there was going to be a Metal Greymon puppet. That yeah. has that has at least three people controlling it. That I'm not surprised by. The Metal Greymon looks yeah. really weird, but I bet seeing it move is going to well, be incredible. Yeah, I believe the one compromise they made to it being a puppet was the head is significantly smaller than you'd expect. Yeah. But I think that's a fair compromise. Um, I'm pretty sure that Palmon scene is supposed to be Palmon evolving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, we sort of see Mimi standing there, they're projecting the Digivice onto the background. Yeah. Like, do you it's think... The, and that looks like the tri Actually, that you can see that there's yeah. the text inside it where it looks like it's the Tri-Evolution sequence exactly. about to start. Now, here's the thing. Will Palmon evolve, or will it stop? And if so, will it be Togemon, Lilymon, Rosemon? And if it is one of the last two, is it just going to be someone popping out with a costume? Whatever it is, I hope they stay consistent with the levels. Like, I don't want to have different levels based on which one is easier to have a puppet for. True. Um, every picture I see with Edamon is just perfect. I don't understand how anyone can look at this and say it's not perfect, because every complaint I've seen of Edamon is it looks like a creepy guy in a suit. That's what Edamon That's looks what like. That's what Edamon looks like. Like, that is what he looks like. Um, and That is the essence of Edamon. Yeah. Um... The, Guy in fursuit. Also, is the Joe Taichi image, like, completely out of personality for Joe? Yeah, that one has me curious. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here... I don't know I'm, what's going on I, I'm, here. S- I'm sitting here going, like, there's been vague hints that maybe Edamon possesses people. 
Maybe. I don't know. I just know that yeah, we'll anytime see. Joe is smiling, it makes me or or, li- or like we have what appears to be Yamato talking to Tailmon. Yeah. So that, I'm I'm that's kind of thing that happens. It's people yeah. shouldn't be so surprised. No, that Digimon but, but, no, that people will talk to other characters. Oh, Digimon. I know. It's just well, I mean, it's surprising as far as a press photo go because it's something that does happen so rarely that it's interesting to see. I'll tell you what that shows that. It, if they did that, they're really smart because that shows some of the depth that the show might go into well, have, by having a character interact with somebody other than their own partner. Yeah, well, because I the, love to see that. Ha, I mean, the length of the show is more than I thought. It's two and a half hours with a ten minute intermission. That's that's a play length. Yeah, but I, it's I mean, a proper, yeah. it's a proper play length. But, but I that's, think that we're sort of but not that's expecting what, this to be a proper. Yeah, play. I, I was kind of expecting like if we're lucky, this will be an hour and a half. Um, yeah. the art, the projected artwork of Venom, Venom Vamdemon Undead is amazing. Oh, yeah. Like, do you think that's a sole image, or do you think there's actual animation? Or do you think it's a still image of him that will move around, basically? Because <laughs> that's Can kind scan. of... We know Digimon's not afraid of that. No, but that's kind of what I expect. Um, you know, lots of good images there, and we got to see, um... Aim with Mimi's actor in the Palmon puppet, which is just very cute to see. Mm-hmm. And of course, the big news, which I was going to lead with, and I said, nah, I should go at the end, is the stage plays open. And they announced the DVD. Yep. Um, the DVD's expensive. Yep. I'm told that that's normal for stage plays. Like, that's an yeah. average price for, for uh, stage yeah, plays. Yeah, people told me that it, it's in the range, but it is a bit a little bit higher. Like, it's at the high range of it. Um, no Blu-ray announced for the time being, which kind of sucks. Um, it will be out December 2nd. There's a bit of disagreement about the DVD on hand at the event, though. Um, apparently they have sheets so that you can sign up to pre-order it there. Mm-hmm. And I've received disagreements from people who were there and did it. Um, I've heard both that it's just 2,000 yen if you went, and that, no, that's a down payment. Yeah, I've heard down payment, but yeah. I wasn't there, obviously. Yeah, um, yeah. So Let's I, put it this way, whoever went there should really read that sheet carefully. <laughs> yes, um, just to make sure... Um, if you pre-order the DVD there, though, you get a few bonus items. You get some sort of bromide print. Uh, I'm trying to decide if it's just going to be the po- the poster art or something new. I don't know. And an invitation to a post to like a DVD release event, but in January, where Taichi Yamato's actor will be there. And that might be something where the down payment kind of goes towards that. Yeah. But my understanding is the sheet still says that they get the DVD in December. So I, mm. I don't know. Um, we'll figure it out. There's no pre-orders for everyone else yet. And I'm still hoping they'll announce Blu-rays. And Neko asked, what's a down payment in this case? Basically, when you reserve your DVD at the screening, you're paying 2,000 yen then. Basically like, a, basically like to guarantee that you're getting it. And I guess you pay the rest later. I don't know. It seems kind of weird and confusing to me. I mean, usually when you go to a show and come back out and you want to buy the CD or merch or something, that's usually overpriced. 
I think the not, idea not at his I think I think I think maybe the idea is, is they have a bunch of souvenirs there that are only going to be there. So yeah. they're doing a low down payment so people will spend the money there and then have money later for the discs maybe. Yeah. I, I think that kind of makes sense. It's still kind of weird. Um I I I just can't see it being only 2000. That just no. seems way too cheap for the well, full price. Well, when I first heard it, it only made sense in the context of, oh, it's the price of the ticket and the extra money. I thought, yeah, but it still didn't make sense. But that's what I saw, so that's why I went with it. And I'll, you know, I'll confirm mm-hmm. with some other people later and figure it out. That's about it for the stage play for now, and. A few days ago, it was Odaiba Memorial 2017, and I shared way too much on Twitter. It was a good day. Yeah. There was a lot of good stuff going on on Twitter. Yeah, there was a lot of good art. Oh, there was. Did you see the uh, the art collab that happened? There was so much stuff that I like. I saw everything. I only remember some. Like, there's too much. Like, I remember um, over the last few days having a really, really really long discussion with someone I want to say they were from Singapore and they were you that they were even like cursing trying to figure out English so they could talk to me properly because they really wanted to do it properly we're, mm-hmm. we're we're trying to dig up you know old eclectic release dates to make sure who the first Digimon hero character was oh yeah because of the way cover yeah, dates seen, work and I've seen compilations of all the different yeah, heroes throughout the the course of the series. Yeah, that, well, uh, well really I think. Well, I think what happened was I think he was the artist of one of the pieces. Oh, okay. And I think he just to get everything in the right order. Yeah. Well, no, I think what he did was he drew uh, Digi Kun as the primary character as the first one. Oh, okay. But he was using cover dates. Yeah. A cover date of a book is the date the book's released. Mm-hmm. A cover date of a magazine is a month, month and a half late. So, Digicoon would have been second. But the problem is, is trying to find exact dates for shit in 1997. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I saw a, um, a collaboration of artists, like, all around the world. Uh, some of them, uh, friends of the site, actually. Yeah, I, were... I saw Yeah, I saw that piece. I, oh, they were, it, re- they basically, if you haven't seen it, they recreated the keep-on ending with characters from every season. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Yeah, if I wasn't running around putting everything together, I probably would have made sure to save that and put it in the podcast. It was one of those things where, there, like, like we joked last time that, haha, it's been a month and we have thirty title cards. Ha 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 ha. It's been two weeks and there's twenty eight in this episode. <laughs> and and stuff like and stuff like the stage play easily could have had ten on its own, and I did five to cut it down. Um, right. Yeah. You know, well, I, I'm sure we'll post more stuff in the Diaba Memorial thread when time allows. Yeah, and the good uh, my my contribution, and I hesitate to call it a contribution, was one of my readers actually posted a few clips of my panel from uh, Kitsune Con. So like the opening twelve minutes and a couple of the lines that uh, some of the actors read from it, I, I shared that on YouTube. Uh, yeah, you were, I shared you, it on Twitter. Yeah, you were sharing that first. So that was nice yeah. to see. I also love that Arby's got into it. Yeah, that was fun, and it was actually right this time. Yeah. Because the Arby's thing from Anime Expo was wrong. <laughs> and there was even well, some... It, if, Sorry. If Arby's had done it 
on any other day, I wouldn't think it's such a big deal because, you know, Arby's, they do all sorts of anime and I don't, well, but, I but, think we can have, I think we can have enough pride that if they did something Digimon, yes. we'd appreciate it, but we wouldn't be surprised. The fact that they did it on Odaiba Day and acknowledged it as Odaiba Day, yes. that was really, yes, that was very fun. Um, yeah, it feels like it's almost become, like, like, I want to say when fans originally were celebrating it, it was sort of a joke. Haha, they celebrated it in the show, so we're going to celebrate it too. Now it's almost become like a mini holiday for Digimon fans. It's a real thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, and at some point I really need to think of a better, of a different image to use for for that day, because I used the same image for the last two years. Because it just, it works so well for it. Which image is that? Um, the kids running from the Blu-ray set. Oh. Yeah. Because the image works so well for it. Well, you could be like everyone on Twitter and do the uh, Tai Chi staring at the calendar. Yeah. Um, no. Nah. Um, so only, I only saw that like a dozen times. So we'll move on from Odaiba Day to... The Duke Von Crimson Mode Gem figure has pre-orders open. And it's the most expensive one yet, and it's the most amazing one yet. I mean, th this figure looks amazing. It does. I think we've been over we've talked about this we, like yeah. every time, but it's it still looks amazing. Well, because almost every time you've been on the show, there has been new like some it, sort of update with this la, la, like it was the prototype. Then we saw a painted prototype. Then they announced that it would be you know um, come out in January, but we didn't have pre-orders yet or a date yet. Now we have the final images, the release, and. It looks amazing. Someone out there knows I'm a Tamer's snob. <laughs> Are you going to try to get this or no way in hell? Probably not. I, 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 my wallet does not let me collect the figures. Yeah, I have a child to raise. Yeah, I, I generally there, there is stuff I want. I generally try to keep the collecting to stuff that benefits the site based on my limited funds. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, the details on this are just fantastic um can we say poor henry slash lee and T terriermon fans though don't give up hope and hey terriermon's had plenty of stuff yeah but any time but 99 percent of the time when terriermon gets stuff it's always wink wink this might be tamer's terriermon but it still has the adventure slash o2 stuff on it well, the We Love Terriermon thing, I don't think that had a I believe I, I believe that that has an adventure logo on it. Do you, be want me to run out, do you want me to run and get it? Let me disappear for a few minutes, I'll go grab it. No, you don't have to. Most of, <laughs> most of frankly, most of the Tamer stuff in general has had adventure logos on it. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it was also part of a, like, it was in the Digicode I set and yeah. that sort um, of thing. Yeah, nice figure. Hopefully we won't talk about it again unless we get it. Um, you know, one of us gets it. But we do have another Duke Mon figure to talk about. They showed off yeah. a pro they showed up a showed off a prototype of NX Edge Duke Mon, fully painted and everything. And it, it feels like half half the people think this looks perfect and half hate it. It's a little different. Well, I think the issue is, but I think that's people are so used to the gem figures. Yeah. I mean, I think it's part for, of it. I mean, for a super deformed normal Duke Mon, I think this is perfect. Yeah. Um, this is probably going to be about $40. I don't know. I really like this. It really does work. 
for me based on the aesthetics of that line and the character himself. Right, it hits all the notes yes. of Duke. Um, I feel like the chest plate works exceedingly well, and the shoulder pads. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the funny part about a figure like this, though, is like the the accessories do not look super deformed in any way. Oh. And the same sort of thing happened with Alphamon, where they just look like they've shrunk them. Yeah. But, you know, that works. Um, yeah, I don't... The proportions of the land stew look a little Yeah, I mean, this is, we, I mean, we only saw this a day or two ago. I don't think we really have much to say about it, do we? No. And we're back to the next issue of Animedia. Um, him smiling's kind of strange. Um, it's a preview of the Atmon art from the September issue of Animedia, which is out in four days, I think. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's just kind of weird to see him smiling. Spoilers, that's all I'll say. Well, <laughs> considering the actual preview tweet says who else is in the photo with him, it's not really spoilers. It's Hajime and Hakuma. I know, I know, but it's... Spoilers, it's... For, the, spoilers for the episode that aired a week ago at this point. Well, spoilers, he's smiling a lot more in the series now. Yes. But yeah, but yeah, it, it's good art. All the, most of the Animedia art has been great. I'm, I'm very happy with it in general. Um, mm-hmm. we will no doubt be going over this in the next episode when we have the full image. Right. I want, I do want to see the full image with all of the, the yes. different stated characters in there and see how they, how they, what they do with them. Yes. Um, and now, Atmon Rental DVD 6 came out. We don't really have Dusk much. Come on. I, I forgot about this. Come on. I mean, the cover art's great. I mean, yeah. it, it's taken from the second DVD box, and the contents are identical to the second DVD. I, I know, I know. But the artwork just—it works. So... The problem is, is there's so many characters that they've thrown on to the cover for the box mm-hmm. that when we get the DVDs like this, it's a throwback to the old singles we used to get for the older shows. Yeah, and it just works well. I forgot Doskaman existed, and seeing him again it made me smile. Honestly, every time I see him and have to do an article that involves him, I'm like, why can't I remember what this fucker's name is? Because he, like, like he, it's not like Dogachmon where he just shows up in stuff. The only time Dosukamon shows up is when they need to use Dosukamon. I think he only, sh- yeah, he doesn't, maybe, probably more than three times, but... Yeah. Um, I think that's all we have to say about this. And... Atmon Gakuin has ended. Mm. Um, and we don't know if we're getting a collection. Uh, me and Jeff were actually discussing that a few nights ago. Um, the last manga that um, Atmon Gakuin's creator, Katsuki Hiroshi, his last manga was a Dragon Ball spinoff manga for Psycho Jump, which has not been collected yet. Hmm. I'm hoping that since it's a short manga and there's like another half year of Atmon stuff coming out to some degree, come on, put it all in one collection and be done with it. Yeah. I, this is one I really wanted to read, too. Well, like, the art's all very fun, but like, I, I, like, we have members in Japan, and many of them say they don't ever see Psycho Jump on the shelf at their local places. It's just not a super common magazine. At least, you know, not like a V-Jump. Yeah, well, I, mean, I mean, it is. It's a side story. Yeah, I mean, it's only published every other month and every, yeah. all that. But yeah, that's over. Um, the creator, 
the fo- the image in the title card is actually a photo the creator took of the last chapter cover. <laughs> um, you know, and he thanked everyone for the for the year and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, oh, you know, it ins- do we know for a fact if it inspired the animation for the third o- ending? I want to say, or if it was just coincidentally similar. It. I suppose we'd have to actually read it to yeah. I mean, understand I mean, like, it, but I, mean, I think a lot of the the character positions are yeah. are similar. Like I think Coachman's the teacher in the in Gakuen as well. So yeah. I don't think I I feel like this is most of that was an intentional tribute. Yeah, but like I believe in the ending they were like dressed in school uniforms. I think oh, I, off the top of my yeah, I'm trying to remember. Some of, in the beginning of the ending they were, yeah. yeah. But yeah, you know, so that's ending, and then soon enough, in the next V-Jump, um, the actual manga ends. Yeah. Um, and But, you know, we don't want to end all the Atmon on sad stuff, so... Bye, Atmon. Next week, to wind down next, next week now. is Agumon. Next week is Agumon. Um, that's, it's fun, looking interesting. Yeah, it's looking interesting, and I gotta say, whoops, uh, small little glitch with the title card there, which fixed, um... I'm way behind on the title cards on my screen, so I don't know if my stream is just be if my video is just behind or whatever. No. But anyway. Yeah. What Apple was um I clicked uh I was moving the mouse and it clicked over to a title card that I use for game game streaming, so I had to oh. click it back. Um. So I'll go on next week, and I gotta say the little episode teaser. Mm-hmm. Edited just as well as the try teasers in that it gives us nothing. It tells us actually it tells us enough. Well, it, te- like, it tells no, me see, that see, we were see it tells us stuff, but we don't know how relevant it is to what's going on. It gives us enough to formulate yes. enough theories, and I think we're thinking that the idea of it being a game in their world kind of yes. come to life. That seems to be the re- direction they're going, and well, I'm really happy for that. But but. It could be, or it could be that that's just a scene from the episode that's different. We don't really know. You know what I mean? Like they don't. Either tell... way, I'm. Either way, if that's an unrelated scene, I'm really happy to see that. Too yeah, no, that, I, that I like it when they flash back. That was such a. Good... have been all been really good. Yeah. Um. Oh, and we have a translation of the episode title thanks to Garm. A great clash, Gatchmon versus Agumon. Yeah. Um, and the design really works well for. All. Agumon. Does. Yeah. Yeah, he looks he looks cool. Yeah, I'm really happy with that design and I can't wait to see what goes on. I, I think the way like I said last time, the way the Gatchmon writers handle things, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. I I'll... think they they know what they're doing, they know how to not make it the young hunters crossover. They'll they'll have a lot of fun with it and yes. we'll have a good time. Yeah. And that's it topic-wise, so we're going to move on to questions, and while you guys think of questions, we received a question from someone who is not going to be able to make it, um, and we'll go over that while you guys think of questions. I rewrote the question a bit, and I'm 99% sure I know who sent the question, but because it was sent um, via Curie's Cat and it was listed anonymously, I'm not going to say who it was, I'm just going to say I believe they're a big Hackmon fan. And... Um, when I sent the notes last night, I woke I woke up, took a shower, and then I have a message from ER saying, oh man, I have a lot to say about that question. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. And my is, uh... and my response was so do I because like I'm sitting here thinking a bunch of stuff like because it it is both a very good question and very bad in that it's very easy to come up with nonsense answers for this type of question. This might turn into our actual topic. No, well, yeah, it's sort of like okay. So let let's go. Let, let me. I kind of rewrote it because it was kind of wordy. Um, so the question was, what if HBO slash Netflix slash Disney made a live action season of Digimon for Toei? What do we think it would be like? Do we think more people would see it? And would it get more people into Digimon? So let me start off with. Um, I didn't know you meant live action. I, I had this for a I, new animated series. I believe oh, it's I believe it's a live action specifically, and when I was writing it down, I think I skipped that. But let me double check. Uh, okay, See, it, okay, okay. Completely. It does not specify it as live action, but okay. You answer the question for live action. I'll answer it for animation because um, the idea of an animation, a new animated series, in the hands of of Netflix and Disney. Well, but, but when they, HBO but, but, can kind of take off of that. Well, but. well, that's why I figured it was live action because if it's H. You know, I like if they were just going to ask Netflix or Disney, I would have thought animated. But when you're bringing in HBO, HBO, yeah, HBO they, is sort of they don't really do the high class animation like they used to. Um, the idea of a series, a live action series, is interesting. Yeah, um, I, I feel like I can explain it in three words: titties and dragons. Yeah, for HBO. Yeah, not for Disney so much. I don't no. think that's their. No, game, but... but but no, for HBO, it's like all. It's like I, you know, I I am kidding, but it's like, I, I mean, we mostly get dragon monsters, and it's going to be older characters, and we're going to see titties. That that's what HBO Digimon would be to a degree. Yeah, I don't think we can really expect a Digimon series for HBO. I don't think that's well. A I, fit. Well, I don't think. Well, I don't think we could expect one from Disney either. Netflix, we can go into a bit more towards the end of the answer because there is actually yeah Netflix you could totally do well like Netflix seemed like they would be on well board like with something well like, like it, well like it was just announced that Toei is doing a Saint Seiya reboot for Netflix right so that is in the realm of this isn't impossible mm hmm yeah see HBO Netflix and Disney yeah. some of those would be more geared towards yeah. live action some of them would be more um, geared towards a new anime but yeah series. so like okay so Disney there's no reason that Disney would ever do it at this point Disney's Achilles heel was always figuring out media for boys they've taken care of that in multiple mm -hmm. ways mm -hmm. there's no reason they're going to go to Toei at this point for that it's just not they're not going to negotiate with Toei for it no well like here's the thing I mean, but as far as bringing stuff back that people are nostalgic for, Disney would totally do that. But they wouldn't get someone else's property. No, but, like, for example, I can already tell you what a Disney Digimon series would probably look like. It would probably look shockingly similar to the upcoming Big Hero 6 series. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, that's... I think, as far as... Uh, if someone like Netflix or Disney brought over... I'll get into my answer now. If they brought over Digimon and kind of did it themselves, it has the potential to be really, really good. Well, the thing is, is remember, Netflix doesn't really do stuff themselves. It's more they pay for it and maybe they're a bit involved, but it would still be Toei right. making. So here's the thing. That could happen, and like I said, they're doing it for other stuff. It would be yeah. It would be Toei making a, for lack of a better term, a high-class Digimon series and Netflix paying for it. So it yeah. would... So it would be 
13, it would be somewhere between 10 and 26 episodes. Mm-hmm. And it would be Digimon, but with better animation. That that would be what it would be. Maybe yeah. a like little. When you're when you're talking Digimon, when you're talking about Netflix potentially doing a Digimon series, I'm sort of imagining Voltron as the the framework for that. I, something I along those fucking lines. hate that show. It can totally work though for Digimon oh. if you get the right people involved, yeah. and there are enough right uh, people in yeah. the industry. Like so many Western cartoons now, they've made. Have make been making references oh, no, absolutely. to Digimon. No, no, it that can't... if you get the right people involved and it... say, "Hey, do you want to help reboot Digimon and bring it over and make yes. a you know a Western interpretation of it?" It would be really good. It can if work. They have it can work. I think using and like I Voltron is a good example, but I think Voltron has the wrong people. That's fine. Because when when but it's I, still you know it's still no, 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 popular it's, enough. No, people no, are still it, into it. Oh no, it absolutely is. But when I'm watching it, both as someone who likes seeing new things, new ideas on old things and old things, Voltron is a bit too interested in its in itself, if that makes sense. It it's both very interested in claim I'm trying to think of the way I want to word this. It is very interested in trying to prove that it's better than the old Voltron more than anything else. And it's so obvious at trying to do it, it just comes out kind of stupid, to be honest. It's far too willing to dump plot lines or to move on from them or to finish them off in stupid ways. And it just it doesn't come across as appealing to me. It feels a bit too much like baiting the audience. Hmm. But as far as a Digimon season, I think what we have to caution is I don't know how it would feel very different well, that's, to what we'd expect. And it, I, I think when I say it, that, I, what I, I mean Oh, is, I know the perfect example. It's look at the new DuckTales. Mm-hmm. It, it, it feels like DuckTales, but it doesn't really feel like the old DuckTales. It feels like a new thing. It looks really good to me. That's the yeah. thing is. No, it, I have it a does. Feeling if I went and bat, back and watched old DuckTales, I feel like I would not like it much um, at all. I, I've done that, and old DuckTales actually holds up shockingly well. Old Ninja Turtles does not. Yeah, old Ninja Turtles, I can imagine that. Yeah. But, but no, the, I mean, the new DuckTales looks yeah. really good to me. I think that they're doing a really nice job. It's. Yeah. I'm really excited for it to watch it. But yeah, a, but yeah, a Netflix Digimon would be something like that, or like Voltron, or like. Um, trying to think of what else like they've brought back that I've actually watched, so I would be able to comment on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Disney, I just I don't see it as like I can see Netflix as possible. I can't even see Disney as. Yeah, Disney. It, uh, I wouldn't imagine them doing a, it. But a, Netflix, a, I think they a, could a, do it. HBO. Like, I can't get yeah. out of my head the joke answers is the problem with well, HBO. Well, that's because that's what HBO's good at. Yeah, like... Uh, it would have to be... Oh, this is the part where I wish I'd, I'd been watching American Gods. Like, it, it would... But it would, you know, it could... I guess you could go in that direction. I mean, but it, that would be it, such a drastic yeah. genre shift. Yeah. From Digimon that it's almost... Why not just get your own franchise I, I mean, if you're going to do look, that? Look, uh, Tai Chi's the detective in the big city. His partner is a tiny little dinosaur, and they occasionally see breasts. That's about 
I, like, right. That's, uh, yeah, exactly. That's l- like I keep like at in that my... point. At that point, are you really Digimon, or can you just come up with something? Well, here, here's different. the he, like here, here's where the question. It's a good question, but here's where the question falls apart with HBO specifically. I cannot. I think, it, I think when you put all three together, it sort yes. of but like, muddled. but like when you pull HBO apart, I cannot think of a serious answer to that question because it's so far out of. HBO and Digimon that I can only come up with joke answers where I'm taking an HBO show putting the characters there and then going, and there's going to be a lot of blood and sex. I don't, like... Yeah. No, that's... that's because, it's just sort of irreconcilable yeah. is what you're getting at. The two... Yes. The, what HBO does and what Digimon does, they don't mesh. Yeah. There's, <laughs> I, I mean... That's why I think that when you bring Netflix and Disney into it, because they can mesh. Like, 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 if there was going to be a serious Digimon HBO show, it would probably be the, it's way too dark, and it looks almost hilariously stupid with how dark and un-Digimon it is. I, I just, I can't yeah, come, no, I can't come up with a real answer to the question, because, for HBO, because I can't recon- reconcile in like, if I think of what Netflix has done, or even what Disney does, I can see where you could slot in Digimon. Mm-hmm. I cannot think of how to do that with HBO minus they show a pre-existing movie that they've licensed on HBO Kids. Yes, I suppose. Yeah, like I can't. But no, uh, but I think the idea of a Western animated Digimon show would be interesting. I think it, the way it would be different is that they. You know how the dub sort of realized that in order to appeal to an audience that they do have to make yes. changes to it? Those changes can be pre-integrated and that the story and the visuals can incorporate that instead of trying to shoehorn in dumb jokes. And you see that with a lot yes. of popular animation you have is that the start of it is really, you know, establishing character and establishing world, but it's mostly just the characters having fun. Yes as you learn about the characters in the world. And I think it's a show would do that. And yeah. then once that's established, then you can get fun with the story. Yes, exactly. But, but, but I, if you follow that model, I think you can be really successful with it. Yeah. I'm also not going to lie that the original concept I've had in my head for years for an original season is off the assumption that this happens and I become the head writer. I'm not liking my chances of this happening, so I'm <laughs> taking those characters. I'm taking those characters and the concept and turning it into an original novel because I'm not liking my chances of this actually happening. Oh, you're but, not you're not telling us the concept? Uh, the concept is basically the entire internet goes down and the kids have to fix it. And now and now I'm just thinking of the South Park episode where they have to unplug re unplug it and plug it back in. Um Yeah, but <laughs> it's the idea of taking it as something other than a novelty, I yeah. think has mileage. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think that's about all we can say because, like, there are examples of Netflix doing it, or even of Disney doing similar things. I my brain short circuits every time I think of HBO doing it. Like at, like uh, it's, it's understandable. Like at most, I could think of something like take Amazing Spider-Man, give him goggles, and have him riding around on a little dinosaur rather than having spider powers. That's about as close as I could mentally come to that idea. They did do an animated series of Spawn. Yeah, but... But that's not Digimon. Yeah, but also, that was 20 years ago. Oh, now I feel old. I I mean, I I mean... 
I'm 90% sure that was like 97 through 99. No, that sounds right. It sounds right now that you mention it, because I, I remember... I was. I remember watching it at that age. So yeah, I remember being in junior high and thinking this is the darkest cartoon ever. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, well, that is what everyone thought back then when you watched that no, type of I, thing. Uh, you're right. It was so adult, and then you watch it now. It's like, yeah, there's violence, but it's kind of stupid. Um, yeah. I mean, it was actually a good show, but still. Um. So let's move on to the questions that they've asked in the room. We do have some questions. Yeah. Good. Uh, when you rewatch the series, do you watch in the English dub, original Japanese? I actually very rarely rewatch it. Occasionally I do, and I kind of flip around. But mostly because I do so much involved with it. If I just rewatched it in mass, like some people do, I would go insane. I do it. I did it ass backwards when I did it for System Restore, where I wrote reviews of every episode. I watched it dubbed, and I could go. I've gone into the reasons why I've watched why I reviewed the dub. A lot of different times, but I watched it dubbed when I did that, and that was over between 2011 and 2015. So most of the newer series, I don't feel the need to rewatch. Uh, in preparation for my panel with a bunch of dubbed voice actors, I rewatched Adventure Zero Two and Tamers in Japanese. <laughs> I have reasons for that as well, but most of the reasons was that was because um. So basic. I, so basically, when we do rewatch it, it's sort of random, and it kind of makes sense, but maybe not. Yeah, pretty much. The reason I did that was because I remember the dub well enough that if I watch it in Japanese, I can, you know, remember how the dub did that did, did that, that scene. Okay, our next question is, what gem figures were you hoping to see at Digifest, and were we expecting more Taichi and Yamato since they have two each already? Um, I was kind of expecting more Sora, Joe, and Koshiro, to be honest. I'm not mm -hmm. shocked we're getting more of the four we have, because those are the ones that sell the most. Yeah, Sora. I, I, I've I've heard Sora is really hard to sell. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, my friends, my friends who have the gem figures and sell at conventions and stuff, they cannot get rid of Sora. I mean, I mean, all arguments aside about what people say they like the most, they're the, a definitive popular character. Yes, they're they're like yeah, you it the those four from Adventure are always going to outsell everything. Yeah, um, that's part of why we're getting in the sense of Tamers and Zero Two much more focused choices. Like we're yeah. get, like a Takato and Gilman will sell. And then we're getting the craziest Crimson Mode figure possible because that's what will sell for that sh if you're not gonna do the that for Tamers, it's not going to happen. And I'm gonna say this about Tamers. That's a Leomon figure more than a jury figure. Yes it is. Um, and I still say the paint on her is terrible. Like, if you look at the paint for her face, it just does not work at any level. Mm -hmm. um, or even like the Rookie and Renamon figure. You can sell those two, and that's probably it for them. Even when we got the Renamon, it wasn't a gem figure. It was a lower branded, they branded it as a fancy candy figure. For when they did Sukuyamon, because mm -hmm. you're, oh, not, yeah, yeah. you're not going to sell enough that are eight between eighty and one hundred and forty dollars for Sukuyamon. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I'm not shocked we're getting more Taichi Yamato. I am shocked to a bit that they have not tried to do those four characters in their Zero Two designs, but their adventure designs keep selling. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. That actually would be fun. Yeah. Is but, to get the um I don't know what uh what Digimon you could necessarily pair those with. Unless I suppose you could go with Nyaromon and Koromon again. Yeah, well I would I would have just had them with Agumon and Gabumon. You know, them bigger, you know, maybe mm-hmm. like maybe like Taichi giving Agumon a piggyback ride or something. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but uh, uh, even Taichi and Yamato in their O2 uniforms would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um yeah, I, I'm not shocked by what we got. It, it wasn't what I thought it was. Like I said, I thought we would maybe get the rest of the, for lack of a better t- term, the second of them, of the rest. Mm-hmm. Um, I still expect that we will get one or two Frontier Gems. I could see one. I'm not sure about two. What really confused me is that Koji didn't get a card and Junpei did. Well, because I that feel... Sort I, of threw, that sort of like, I don't know anything about well, what's because here's, well, here's the thing. It, well, here's the thing. It's wave one and two. There could very well be a wave three and four, and they want to save some characters for it. I suppose. Um, not a lot of... You got yeah, most of the highlights, But, but like, four Frontier in gem form, I feel like the most obvious one would be Suzanumon. Oh, yeah. That one, and I feel like you could probably do a Takuya standing with um, with Agnimon behind him yeah. type thing. I yeah. feel like you could do that, but I, I that's kind of, like I mean, outside of giving um, Fairymon a big chest, I don't know what else you would sell from Frontier to people that they would buy. Yeah, I'll, I'll just. Like like Takuya, Takuya, his line and Susanoomon, I think, is yeah. primarily what you go. I after. mean, I mean, like I'd like to see a good Fairymon or Cosmon figure, but if they did either of them, they would sweeten up the design so much. I don't think most people who want a show version of it would be happy with that. Right. Like I like most people weren't happy with the Angelomon. Mm-hmm. Um. The Lady Devamon, I'd say, has been sweetened a bit, but I think it works for the character. But I don't think that's a figure most people would have wanted in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it for... I I still kind of expect more Digicall figures. Digicall, but however it's pronounced. Where it's basically smaller gem figures of the Digimon. Yeah, there's there's a few options you could go with in there. There's some possibilities, especially if they're blind boxed. Yeah. Well, you know, you throw st- a couple, throw a couple crappy ones yeah. in with the ones well, people well, there, want. Well, there's still quite, there's still a few O2 and Tamers characters left you could go with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, so I think that's it for that question. And what someone asked, what do you think tied it the tribe in the end of the tripart five PV with his goggles on the ground? For all we know, he tripped and the goggles popped off. I think he did something cool. Well, it's one of those things where they've done it in the tri-trailer so often where things are so out of context, it could literally just be the goggles popped off. It's sort of like they've done a handful of shots where the shots are very clearly there for the trailer and in context to the show itself. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean much. Like, like I, don't the- necessarily, I don't necessarily think it's going to be the cliffhanger. But I do. I think that there's going to be something involved where Taichi does something really stupid for Hikari's sake. Probably. I think that will be in there. Oh no, it will be there. I'm just saying. I'm not sure. It's the like for the tripart four PV. 
uh, trailer. They were putting stuff together in a row to manipulate the way you were thinking about things, even though those clips may not appear anywhere near each other. Sure. But but we'll see. Um, the next question is, is um, are we rooting for Agumon or Gatchmon? I, I feel like I'm rooting for Gatchmon, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, I'm totally rooting for Gatchmon. Yeah. Um, the next question, we... Oh, man, I hope the fight's about Gatchmon. Like, Agumon wants some of that Gatchmonaka, and Gatchmon says no. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be great if that was the entire plot? That would like, be so cool. Like, that would be an Agumon plot. Um, the next question we've, yeah. we've sort of answered. Um, we see Haru and I playing a DS. Could the Agumon be from a DS game? It's possible. I think, I think that's the implication that they're going for, that it's a an old Digimon game that they're playing... I don't know if it's necessarily a DS game, but yes. but it's something that there's a me- that they have some sort of a memory of Agumon yes. from somewhere. It, yes, if that, nothing else, that's what they want us to think. I don't know if I trust them enough to actually believe that. I don't know what else the purpose of the flashback would be if it didn't have something to do with Agumon. Well, but it could be a flashback of them playing random video game with monsters, and that's making Haru think that maybe he they've misunderstood this per person, for lack of a better phrase. They had that opportunity when they uh, did the Pokemon Go episode, though. Wasn't that back, like, in episode... Didn't they do that a bit in, like, episode two? Mm, I don't remember. Uh, the, that oh, no, no, was that, that was the GPS. 18, I think, but... Yeah. But, yeah, oh, no, I, I get what you mean with episode two yeah. and three. Yeah. But I think it's relevant to the conversation, and I don't think there's going to be a backstory focusing on Haru and I simply because I don't think I is important enough to the story. <laughs> What's funny was was she seemed like she was going to be important early on. She has her. I mean, she has a role. She's sort of like I'd put her on the same tier as like Miki and Megumi from Savers, where she doesn't matter a ton, but she's certainly present and she certainly has a personality. Yes. Um. We have one more question, and we'll see if they think up any more questions while we an- while we answer. I I feel like this is probably more for me, since this tends to be my wheelhouse. Um, chances of Digimon getting a Blu-ray release in the West is it zero percent, or is there some hope? Uh, there's always hope for this type of thing, but you have to understand what the Blu-ray would be. It would be they would take footage from the Japanese Blu-ray, edit it to match, make mm-hmm. new overlays that would hopefully sort of look like edits and overlays from the old one, and then they would sync the audio. It it would be better than an upscale DVD, but based on what you're looking for, it's probably not going to be what you want. Yeah, it'd be really hard to reconcile with someone who's big enough Digimon fan to buy this with getting the market broad enough that people would want the dub. Getting those two to gel together... Oh no, see, see, I think you could easily sell the dub on Blu-ray. I think the issue is, is can you reconcile a... Can you reconcile the fact that it's not going to look how they think it's going to look? Right. Because the thing is, is like, especially when if they were to do this, it would be starting with Adventure. And mm-hmm. Adventure is old composite vi- videotape. Yeah. That does not upscale particularly well. I think generically, the Japanese Blu-rays are either right there or a hair off the best that's going to look scaled up. 
but that's just how it looks. You're not going to get... Yeah. It's not going to be remastering... You know, well, an old, old Disney film. Well, how well did the DVDs sell here when they were released Oh, here? they've sold very well. Okay. Um, so I guess it's not impossible... No. It just might not be as satisfying a product as we expect. Well, I I, I think I think the issue is is I just don't think Toei would even believe it's worth their effort to re-edit it. Because yeah. because remember there were things made that are inherent visually to the dub. Are they going to redo the names in the digivolving sequences? Mm-hmm. I just don't see them going to the effort. Yeah. And yeah, many of those edits you don't have to make. But it's just it's... Well, I... if you want I mean if you want the uh if you want that sort of product when want something where you have both, you know, potentially a dub and a sub release, which I would expect a Blu-ray would at least try for that. No, I don't see any hard, reason. but No, there'd be no but... reason to do it. In that yeah. fashion, it's just—it's two different markets. But yeah, if you're gonna, yeah, if you're gonna do that, then yes, you have to get all of those edits back in there. Yeah, I would say and that re- involves going with the original. T- with I, the original I would. S- I would say realistically, the best hope would be doing subtitle DVDs, and hopefully not using Toei subtitles. I don't think those would sell. I think they would sell enough. Because here's the thing, there's not, you don't have to, because, well, here's the thing, they were able to sell Monster Farm subtitled. On Blu-ray? No, no, it wouldn't be on Blu-ray, it'd be on DVD. Oh, on DVD, I think they yeah. can do it easily. Oh, no, that that's, well, that's, that's, what, that's, that, that's what I said, subtitled DVD. They're not going to do Blu-ray. Yeah. I, yeah. I, could, I could see Toei being stubborn enough to try, in which case I would hope it would be a full adventure box, and then that's all we're ever going to get. Mm-hmm. Because, he, he, no, here's the thing, you could get O2 also. Because here's what would happen. The adventure box would sell because it's adventure. Mm-hmm. People would realize the video's not what they wanted. And then when O2 came out, people would just stick with the DVD. And then that would be yeah. it. Yeah. I'm honestly a little, I'm actually a little shocked that that the original DVD box sets actually got all the way through. No, my understanding is they sold very well. That's that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Because, I, I mean, I only have uh, one through three right now. Yeah. I don't have Frontier Data Squad yet. Yeah, I mean, through Tamers, they were still also doing the singles, even though the boxes are always on sale for, you yeah, know, they're 30, right. 20. I mean, the yeah. si- I mean, they're on sale cheap very often, and they still sell. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, he sort of followed up the question. Do we think they could do like a subtitled Blu-ray that comes with dub DVDs? I, they're separate products at, at that mm-hmm. point. There's, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's one thing to include a DVD when it's the same thing or when it's you know like bonus features from an old release. At that point, though, it's separate products. There, a few yeah. companies have tried that sort of thing in the past, and it's almost always been a case of. There's less sales because it's almost char- it's charging sixty to a hundred percent higher to sell both when we could have sold them separately to the audience. Like for example, um, 
Samurai Pizza Cats. They've sold Samurai Pizza Cats dubbed and what's it called? Keti Ninja Tendon. Yeah. And they've sold that <laughs> subtitled. Yeah, that one. Have and they have, have they done a subtitled release of Kato Ninden? As far as I remember, yes, but I will double oh, check. Kato Ninden. And I'll spell that. Yeah, I've I didn't know. Yeah, I know they released the dub, and I don't know why I haven't bought that yet. But I subtitled, I thought they just did, um, like, on Crunchyroll. Wow, I, I spelled that so wrong, it's, like, confusing the hell out of everything. Let me I'll see if I can... Samurai Pizza Cats. <laughs> I, yeah, somehow Google was nice enough to puff autofill Kato Nindenteande for me. Yeah, and, and they made like an English logo for it and everything. Yeah, and the DVDs of the dub sold so well, they later did a Blu-ray where it's um the S it, it's non-HD just on one disc. That I believe. Yes. No, Samurai Pizza Cats is awesome. Yeah, That's, but yeah, they, I can I can see that selling. But but yeah, it's sold. It's but yeah, the subtitle version. My understanding is it sold not amazingly, but reasonably well. No, yeah, it's that's what's coming up. That's pretty yeah. impressive. Yeah, and it was reasonably priced. It had new subtitles. It's on like eight DVDs in a box. They did a nice job for it. Huh. And they, I don't know if I have any interest in watching it in Japanese, but I'm yeah. kudos and, to them for doing and it. And they did the same thing with Monster Rancher, where they did Monster Rancher dubbed, and then mm -hmm. they did a su they did that in season sets, I believe, mm -hmm. and then they did subtitled Monster Farm in one box set, which that was sub that, that I can understand. Yeah, that I because yeah, because Monster Rancher there was some stuff that never got aired, wasn't there? Uh, there was, but it aired, like, in Australia or somewhere, because they did dub yeah. it, but, but then they did, like, a full subtitled box in one set. Yeah. Yeah, no, that I, that I can understand. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, so, I, th yeah, I think the situation is, is if they did it, it would be a subtitled-only DVD. Is there a mm -hmm. chance they would do it Blu-ray? Yes. I'm just not sure financially that there's a point to it. I'm looking. I'm reading over this Kato uh, Nindenteande description, getting nostalgic for Pizza Cats. The the, 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 D, the DVD and the Blu-ray are both very nice. Yeah, I've seen the DVD. I've come very close to picking it up. The before. blue the Blu-ray is roughly identical, but a bit cheaper, and it's all on one disc. If you have a Blu-ray player, it's a very good choice. Good to know. Um, someone asked, "Do you think they're ever going to make another anime-based video game like the PSP one?" Probably at some point. I mean, I mean that's kind of what the Atmon game was, sort of. It was sort of like next to the anime, even though I believe by this point the anime has sort of cold-cocked it out of existence. Yeah, I don't think it's, they're going to go back and make any old ones, though. I would not be shocked if they remastered the PSP one. Oh, well, I, I, the PSP, uh, remaking the PSP one, I can see. I just don't see them going back and doing any other seasons. Yeah, it, it, well, it depends if they remade it and how well it did. Because if you remaster the PSP one, that game you could sell internationally and it would do better than probably anything that's been released thus far. Oh, absolutely. And, they, just... and then you could follow it up with a game two based on season two. Yeah, but they'd have to, you know, get voice actors back and stuff. But they did, for the, a lot of but they did for the PSP game. That was, what, five years ago? 
Yeah, but most of those actors are still around. I mean, they weren't even all around for the PSP game. Yeah, they replaced. Yeah, they replaced a couple of them. Yeah, but I don't think it'd be that. I I mean, most of that cast was there for the audio drama two and a half, three years ago. About. Yeah. I, I think you could yeah, just... do it. Maybe I think, but as as each as time goes on, I think it gets harder and harder to assemble that, enough actors. See, see, I easily think you could cheat it too. Because here's the thing: you could literally just use the tricast. I'm not saying I'm not I'm not saying it's the best thing. I'm saying if you want to make a game, you just need a cast that is recognizable to fans. Well, season two doesn't have a tricast. No. So that's a an but, issue. But those actors they need to rectify that issue, by the way. But mo- but many of those actors were not necessarily those actors were not as far into their careers as the adventure actors in general. Mm, I don't know. Is Ryo Natsuki still doing I stuff? Believe so. Wow. But let me check. She's she's been around for a while. Yeah, I but, remember her in battle athletes. Yeah, but I think most of them you could still make happen. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. Nozawa is still Goku at this point. It's true. I I mean, think of how, like, think of how much of the Dragon Ball cast is still there for Super. I mean, there are, like, like, Chi-Chi's different a few times over in the Japanese version. Videl's original actress is back. She was only gone because she was at a, at college in America. In the first place, mm-hmm. um, Roshi—they're on the third or fourth actor. Who I—they're um, on the second actor for the narrator and um, uh, North Kai, North Kyle. Um, he was there at the beginning of Super, but you could just tell he could not do it anymore. Like the the early stuff in Dragon Ball Super involving him may be one of the saddest things to ever watch when you really listen, because you can almost hear him not be able to do his voices anymore. Yeah. And it literally hits the point where it's like, it's not even... It just does not work anymore. But, yeah. But I think I think your point about an O2 version of it being contingent on a successful re-release of the Adventure 1 is true. Yeah. There, there's At this point, I could only imagine one being done as a standalone. And it's kind of obvious and should have been what I brought up first, which is try. Uh, when try when tries over, you could easily, you know, um, get rid of the raising system, use Cyber Sleuth's engine, and it's try the game and it goes over the story. I suppose, but try doesn't have enough action sequences. You'd have to have a lot more filler action. But try for that. To work. I mean, to be fair, how I mean, the PSP game had like action sequences every 10 seconds. I mean... Exactly. But I mean adaptions of stuff always... uh, Like, think about, like... It would have have to have a different structure than the the PSP game. See, I'm not sure it would, because here's the thing, like... If you play an old Spider-Man movie game, you don't fight people... He he has maybe three fights in the movie. And the fighting in the game is is 90% of it. Yeah. I just don't know if that would feel like a try game to me, if that's how it worked out. But th- that's how most adapted games are. I mean, think of um, 
trying to think of a good example here. Um, see, the problem is not, I'm thinking up ones that are actually good examples, which, which does not match my point. <laughs> like, like I was gonna say, like I was gonna say, Dynasty Warriors Gundam. Like normally in most Gundam shows, it's closer to one-on-one type fights, or you know, if there's a group fight, the one person is having a tough time. In Dynasty Warriors Gundam, you're just mowing through dozens of suits at a time. Yeah, I, I just feel like I would constantly be rolling my eyes if there were random encounters walking from Taichi's apartment to the bridge. But but that's what happens even in the adventure game, that type of thing. Where you're just walking around and Digimon just pop up. Yeah, but usually they're, most of the time they're in the digital world. Yeah, but battles didn't happen quite like that in the digital world. Where every, t- I mean, they kind of joke about it a few times in the show of it happening like that, but it really doesn't. Oh, and there's a question for you, Ian. Or for, from um, Ian for you. Yeah. Oh, I was. Uh, I just answered that on the chat. Oh, okay. So but yeah, I, I I've been checking Steve Bloom's site, and the, the question is, uh, he found the fan panel from the Kitsune Con or the fan video from the Kitsune Con panel, and I had said before that Steve Bloom was going to upload some. I haven't seen anything yet. I have been checking. Um, keep your fingers crossed, and hope something appears soon. Yeah, I am hoping to get video footage of that, but it's sort of it's sort of in his court now. Okay. I'm just see. I'm still trying to think. Like, I don't know. I think a tri game would work the way. I mean, it obviously, wouldn't be exactly the same as the anime, but I mean, they made video games out of Love Hina and Oh My Goddess. Action games? Fuck if I remember. To be completely honest, I want to say the Love Hina game was like a music game. Okay, but I like, but, but like, um, but know, like, I could see a da- obviously a dating sim. But like, oh my god, I want to say it was like PS2 and it was like an adventure game or something. Huh. But like, it was an actual. I want to check that out now. Yeah. Oh wait, here, here, I found a picture from a YouTube clip. I'll put it in the chat room so everyone can see it. I mean. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean. You see what I? But you see what I mean, though. I wouldn't call that an adaptation of Try if they did something like this. But what I mean is, is there are ways to make it happen? Yeah, I mean, you can make a video game of Try. I just don't think it would be an adaptation similar to what we had in Digimon oh, Adventure. Oh crap! PSP. I, I should have brought up one of the oldest um, games that was generally. Um, translated by fans. The old, old, old strategy RPG for Tenshi. Hmm. Like, it was... This is intriguing. It, it was translated by fans for the Super Nintendo, like, geez, hmm. fi- maybe 15 years ago? Like, it was like a st- oh. full-on strategy RPG. Hmm. Like, tons of battles. Oh, wait, here's a, here's a screenshot for everyone to look at. I think this is of the translated version, but it is literally just, it is exactly what it sounds like when I say a Tenshi strategy RPG. Yeah, and it feels like that has nothing to do with the anime. Yeah, but it's Tenshi enough. 
It is. I mean, that kind of thing you can yeah. do. But, just... but like, you could do the same thing with Chai, and it'd be close enough. For most people in general. I mean, if you're looking for a 1-1 adaption, you would, it would almost have to just be a, um, basically a dating sim without the dating. Right. Uh, fuck. <laughs> see, I'm just... Ima- I would go for... I, I would buy either of those. See, see, like see, I'm just thinking of, like, all the random... Like, I want to say there was a Love Hina Game Boy game. Mm-hmm. Like, just think of all these things from years past that I haven't thought of in 20 years. Yeah, that sounds about right. They melt the Love Hina like nobody's business. Yeah, and I believe when they finally did an upscaled Blu-ray box, they did um, a new episode where it was just an audio drama of the final chapters, mm. which were never animated. No, see, tra- okay, Transformer goes a dating sim without dating. What I mean is, is it a would just... A visual novel. Yes, it would be a visual novel. Be- that you're getting at. Yeah. Um, I knew but yeah, and who says there's not dating? I think people would go for that too. Yeah, I think that's what most people would want 99% of the game to be, frankly. People who play the adventure PSP game are really interested in making their ships, building those relationships up over other ones. So, no, there is a dating element to the original adventure PSP game. Yes. Who are we? Let's let's not dance oh, around this. Yeah. But like um but like they did, they did a game of the F Zero anime, as I recall, and it was just an F Zero game with some story stuff from the anime in it, uh, if I remember that game correctly. Uh, so many memories of old games that I'm sure are fucking horrible. <laughs> Juggernaut, have I seen the new Rick and Morty? No, the last one I saw was the one that they gave out early a few months ago. I think they've aired an episode since then. I have not seen it yet. I'm hoping it's the episode with Pickle Rick, though. They're right. There should be dating games for every anime. I think... Look, look, I'm sure if you look online, you will find a dating game for the anime you want. It just may not be appropriate if you're under 18. I'm sure you can find that someone has made a dating game for almost any anime you can imagine. I mean, I don't think I'm wrong on that. I, I feel like I have actually seen a, a game for Digimon, a fan game, <laughs> now that you mention it. I don't know if I've seen one for Digimon specifically, but I'm sure it exists. Or at the very least, is a generic game that someone has made that has Digimon characters in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, calling it a Digimon game is a stretch. Yeah. Uh... Let's take these eight kids and match them up the way we want. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the see, uh, see, my head. I'm just thinking of all these old games that from franchises that should have probably never received games, but did. And I'm yeah. sitting here in my head going, "How would Digimon work for this?" And it's like, like I remember a Cool World Game Boy game. Yes, I mean, I, mean, I remember. I mean, I mean that's I, I mean that's not anime, but I uh, I mean think about some of the the old movies and TV shows they made games for. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, yeah. I mean, somewhere I have Gilligan's Island for the NES. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That should never have been made. I've played Yonoid. I, we're kidding. Let's... See, but at least Yonoid... See, here's what I don't like about Yonoid. He, he doesn't, he doesn't <laughs> like pizza, 
but you're trying to like save dominoes in the game. It's like it's the exact opposite of what the Noid was about. It's not a proper adaptation of the commercials. Exactly. I'm willing. No, don't get me wrong. Like I'm willing to take games based on commercial spot characters, but it has to be correct. Like Pepsi Man. Mm-hmm. Pepsi Man gets Pepsi and brings Pepsi to people, just like he does in the the weird the, Japanese commercials. The spot from Seven Up got a commer- got a video game too, didn't it? He got like three or four. Wants to be good games. I believe there was two or three platforms for different systems that were different, and there was also a game that was like um. Oh crap! I can't remember what the game's called. You know, you have the white and blue circles. And you put one next to the other one and it makes the others flip colors. Oh, Othello. Yes. Or reverse Yes. There, there was like a 7-up a spot version of that. I can see that. <laughs> see? <laughs> it, 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 you know what the funny part is, is? In the chat room, they're all very excited about this stuff. I would be. I would yeah. play the hell out um, of the Digimon dating sim game. <laughs> I write fanfic. People know this. No, like the but like but like there are weird games like that were just like low budget tie-ins back then that we just don't get that type of thing anymore. Um like I mean like we were talking about um Love Hina. I believe it was so popular that it got like five or six games over three or four years. Like it got multiple games that sold. Mm-hmm. Um there is somewhere, there were a bunch of, and I've, one sec, for once in my life I want to pronounce this show correctly, so give me a minute. I've never pronounced the damn thing correctly, so, come on, oh, come on, Wikipedia, don't just spell it in Japanese, tell me how to say it. Damn it, the one with Lum. Ursa Yatsura. Yeah, that one. Like, there were games on the Sega Master System. <laughs> yeah, I've never oh, pronounced yeah, it. Totally. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but like... I'm, I didn't complete. I didn't completely pronounce that correctly. So, Udisei Yatsura. Yeah, it, but... it's closer than I would have gotten. Yeah. Um, but like... But like, that is much more... Like, how would you make a game of it as compared to, say, Ranma or Inuyasha? Right. Like, think about some of the weird... Well, like when you really do think of some of the weird things that have gotten multiple games, Try is not that far out there. I mean, you can make games of them. I just don't know how well a retelling the story would work out, is what I'm getting at. You can definitely make a game out see, of it. See, see, those games have been so popular on the PSP and Vita, though, I think it would happen. Because here's the thing. Think about all the anime that, in the recent years, on the PSP or Vita have gotten... You're playing through the anime, but you can change the story. Yeah, I suppose if you took out more of the random encounters and put more in and put in more well, well, uh, that's ranking what, well, systems, well, that's sort it'd of, probably be more successful. Well, that's sort of like what we were talking about, where it could just be a visual novel. Mm-hmm. I mean, invariably, those visual novels end up with your character getting someone pregnant. Mm-hmm. And but that's what, but like I, I, like they made one of. Multiple for um, Toradora, and I've never pronounced that one right either. Orimo. Toradora, you had right. Toradora, I had right, not or. Oremo, yeah. Yeah, the the one where he's trying, where his sister plays erotic games. 
I can't believe my sister is this cute. Yes, I, bl- I, I, as I, don't, I, I do not know the full no, Japanese no. name. As I recall, some it was explained to me that in the game they explicitly go, "You're not really her brother." Wink, wink. Oh. <laughs> I only watched season one. I swear. <laughs> But yeah, there have been plenty of games like that where it's just the anime and branching paths for storytelling. And I think you could do that with Try. Yeah, you'd have to have a lot of different scenarios in there, but yeah, I think it's... Yeah, but when... make a Telltale game. <laughs> see... That would be fun. I'd be all on board with that. Uh, see, I haven't played one of those in years. I think the last one I played was probably the... Th- third Sam and Max series? Okay. You, but you get the idea. Of no, 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 yeah. Where it's just a sort of an old-style LucasArts adventure game. Yeah. Yeah, that would work. Yeah, tai, Chi, I'd, I'd... tai Chi has to find there Agumon. Agumon refuses to come with you if you don't find him food. Exactly. Oh, man. I want to make this now. Hikari, refu- <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna spend the rest of the weekend creating branching options for for this game. Hikari won't come with you unless you find Tailmon. Mm-hmm. Tailmon won't won't give you the whistle unless. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, I it would it, that would actually it writes work really. itself. Come on. Yeah, it, it writes itself. You you ask Hikari no, you I, you ask Hikari. No, no. You ask Hikari about her friend Daisuke. She doesn't know who you're talking about. Yeah, this this, this writes itself. We need to we need to make this now. Okay. You know, you know what done. the sad part is? Is if we sat here for two hours just talking about this, we could literally map out a game that we would never put any effort into making. I plan on doing this after we're done recording. Don't get okay. Just... Okay. Well, let me be clear. Let me be clear about one of the bad ending. I assume the whole game you'd be playing is Tai Chi. Eh, we'll see what we can do to okay. mix things up. Bad, bad ending. Your sister is now married to Cthulhu. I know some people who would go for that ending. Yeah, I, that was part of the joke. Make sure you bring a gift that won't upset him. <laughs> to the wedding. Uh. Takaru brought a hat. <laughs> And yet, and, oh, Dagomon, where did you go? See, and, and mentally, for some reason, I imagine the game, and I imagine Sam and Mac showing up. Oh God! You know what the sad, sad part is? Is we're gonna, I'm gonna like look up the old Love Hina game or the old Oh My Goddess game to see what they actually were, and it's gonna be, they were a visual novel, and you occasionally fought someone in Oh My Goddess, and you occasionally got slapped in the face in Love Hina. That's exactly what I expect the Love Hina game to be. I want to say in the Love Hina game, I vaguely remember you would answer questions which would change a meter and that would change what would happen, and 90% of the time with Naru, you just get smacked. That sounds like a Love Hina visual novel yes. to me. But I want to say there were mini games of all. It's one of those things like I remember playing the Game Boy Advance game in 2002 or 2003. Right around when it, like its popularity was really starting to max out here. Like I remember so many terrible games. Um, you know I see. 
We got the Saturn Ray Earth game, I think. See, now my brain's just jumping to every stupid anime thing I've ever yeah. seen. Well, there's there's a lot of stupid anime yeah, but, but, games. But like, I've, I've, I've played the Samurai Pizza Cats game, so the NES game. Yeah, th- that game is interesting, but it's not very good. Although, no. did you? there is um, a version where someone, they edited in the Samurai Pizza Cats uh, logo and theme song. And then they oh, re- yeah. and they rewrote the script to be jokes. Oh, to, to, I, want that. I want to play that now. I they I they my, literally. I don't think I have my NES emulator working. They now. rewrote the entire script to sound like the cartoon. That's fantastic. Yeah, that that. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing for the rest of the weekend. I'm writing out a, a Telltale game version of Try, and I'm watching Samurai Pizza. Games. And and you will occasionally message me on Skype so I can have input. Okay. And every single input I'm going to give is going to be one of the you went down the wrong corner and now the plot's gone insane. That's the best part. I know. That was the best part of old adventure games. Like, you would do something stupid and then you would either realize, one, the game is mocking you, Mm -hmm. the game is mocking someone else, or the game has fucked with you and you realize you actually cannot progress anymore in the game. I grew up on King's Quest games. I know yeah. all about that. Yeah, I grew up on those also. People don't remember that about when they took, like, don't get me wrong. Generically, yeah. I think old games are better as far as sitting down and playing with friends. But people the forget. The LucasArts ones were generally kinder about that. The Sierra ones yes. would F you over. Yes. The Sierra games, literally, you could be playing for three, four, five, six hours, and then you would realize that because of something you did in the first hour, or even five minutes ago, you are completely fucked and you can't do anything. Mm-hmm. You, like, there mm-hmm. is, like, I, I've tried to explain this to you people. You have to start the game over, basically. Yes, yeah. you, there is, or unless you had a save from before, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. But there are points where literally you are done. You can, like, there is no game over, there is no dead and start over or continue. It is, you have to go back back from scratch. You can't even go back in the game. You have mm-hmm. to start over. Although, ironically, I don't think Sam and Max did that, even though that's probably the best example of that genre. Sam and Max is a LucasArts game, though. Yeah. So, yeah. They, were, they were nicer about not creating unwinnable situations. Yes. And um, some of them don't even ever kill you unless you tried really hard. Was Sam and Max one of the ones where you can't really die, and if you did die, it would be a joke, basically? I think so. Yeah. I want to. I want to say the Indiana Jones ones. You couldn't really die either. Yeah. Uh, LucasArts were generally nicer about yes. that. Sierra ones. Good yes. luck. Um, and I really do recommend for anyone who has not played this type of game, um, go to good old games and get. It doesn't even need to be the old Sam and Max. It can be the newer ones from Telltale. I, Sam and Max is generally like the best place to start with the genre. Yeah, although they did. Uh, there's a remastered Day of the Tentacle out now too. That that's true. That's a good one. Um, mm-hmm. and they still have the Easter egg in it. Yeah. Um, the East, and they've actually, I believe, they've discussed the licensing. They were not allowed to license Maniac Mansion, mm-hmm. but they could use anything that was in Day of the Tentacle. The joke, Which... <laughs> yes, the joke is, for those of you who are not familiar with Day of the Tentacle, it's a sequel to another game. The original game is in the sequel. 
So if you go and do the same thing you would do in the original game, the original game's there even though they can't release it on its own. And that was the game where you... Um, do, you do you want to tell them what you do with a microwave in it? Was In Maniac Mansion? Yes. Oh, that was... Um, I want to say it was a hamster... Or was it something? It was else? a ha- it was a hamster or a guinea pig. I want to say a yeah. hamster. I forgot the exact species, but yes, you introduce them to a, a microwave as one of the <laughs> possible plot options. There are multiple ways to win the game, which yes. was cool about me. And the hamster explodes. Yeah. And I want to say the Nintendo version, that... you can't do that. Yeah, I think so. But like the Japanese version, you could or yeah. something. I think in. I want to say that one of the characters that that's the way you win with that character is that you have to do that at some point. I don't recall to be honest. Yeah. But yeah, it, but yeah, if you want the best bang for your buck as far as playing games goes, really track down a few old adventure games cuz one they're dirt cheap. Yeah. You can play them a 100 times over and discover new stuff and fantastic and honestly that probably would be the best type of game for try. All joking aside, yeah, I, I I think so too. Now that I yeah. thought about it, <laughs> Tai Chi needs goggles. Go find Koshiro. Mm-hmm. Koshiro's passed out. You try to wake him up, but all he says is oolong tea. Oolong tea. You have to go, go find. Tea. Yeah, and you go to you go to iMart, but Mia no, go on up in the door for you no, because she's no Hikari, Hikari's blocking the door because you promised her. Uh, the espresso, whatever, and you don't have enough money for that, so now you have to go find money. You find Mimi, Mimi will get, like, people probably think we're joking when we go down these lines, but that's exactly what these games were. Good stuff. Yes. Day of the Tentacle is 15 bucks, and it's a remastered version. I want to so. say if you have Amazon Prime, think... you can get it for free on Twitch right now. Oh, cool. Yeah. And I'm sure there are other games that aren't remastered that are even cheaper. Oh no, there, like but... uh, like I, I, Day of the Tentacle is my one of my favorites. Oh no, it, well it's one of it is one of the best. No question. Ask. I believe all the quest games are dirt cheap. Yeah, but it, but yeah, um, I would say either Day of the Tentacle remastered or the um, original Sam and Max. It'd be hard to go wrong for that if you want to see what this type of game was. Generically, I mean, like, look, if you're a huge Indiana Jones fan, then get the Indiana Jones one. I mean, it still, but I feel like probably it'd be hard to go wrong with Day of the Tentacle. Um, but there's been <laughs> someone just said Day of the Edamon, <laughs> and well, I could see that working. It would be Atmon storyline if we're talking tentacles. <laughs> Oh, crap, we both forgot the most obvious joke. Isn't Day of the Tentacle already an anime game? Really? I wasn't going to make that joke. Uh, I wasn't going to... Let's go- have some decorum here. Come on. I, I I believe we lost the decorum when I said dragon and titties like two or three times. <laughs> That's true. I, I, although, to be fair, because we were discussing HBO, it oddly felt like less of a joke than I meant it as. No, if, if, if HBO did any series that those would be two important components of it they're gonna bring back the wire and it's gonna have dragons in it. <laughs> it's gonna have dragons I don't remember that being in Baltimore last time I went 
But um, yeah, see, there are some good paths for like they're they're gonna stick with the RPGs. Oh wait, strong bad. Oh yeah. Telltale did a strong bad game. Uh, what was it called? Strong bad's cool game for attractive people. Although that was basically just Sam and Max with a... Uh, well, a lot of the earlier Telltale games were just Sam and Max. The uh, the first Telltale Sam and Max with different skins on them. Ten bucks for King's Quest 4, 5, and 6. Wasn't 6 yeah. terrible, or am I thinking of... What, what was the last Eight. one? Was it... Se- okay. Yeah. And, oh, and they did they did um, remastered special editions of uh, the first two Monkey Islands? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Seven and eight is also ten bucks, but I'm not recommending no. that one. No, well, no one would recommend King Quest seven and eight. No. Shit, I'd recommend Zork before seven and eight, and most people nowadays just would not be able to handle Zork mentally. No. Yeah, if you guys want to try this type of game, and you know, I think we both recommend you do. I mean, they're cheap, they're fun, they're a lot. I would probably they're say... They're cheap, they're fun, and if you really get frustrated with them, walkthroughs are available online. Yes, and... But yeah, it, it's hard to go past Day of the Tentacle or Sam and Max Hit the Road as, like, a starting point. Yeah. Day of the Tentacle because it's almost as perfect as that genre gets, and Sam and Max because it's almost like a living cartoon to a degree. Mm-hmm. Um... God, I free- see so much time spent on these fucking games. Like, this was literally like the type of game where you could spend a week trying to go through it. Yeah. Anyway. I, yeah, I think we're nearly away done. from Digimon here yeah. until yeah. we make this game. Yeah. Let, let's skew back. Do you guys have any other Digimon questions before we end? Or before we go insane trying to discuss how Digimon could fit into Day of the Tentacle or Leisure Suit Larry. Leisure Suit Larry is on uh, Good Old Games 2. Yes, it is. That is also a game on there. <laughs> Leisure that's Suit... More, that's more Takeru, though, I think. Leisure Suit Larry was basically, for those you don't know, it was basically like the R slash X-rated equivalent of the games we're talking about. The only reason those games work to any degree is because they're more funny than anything else. Yeah. I mean, I, I, th- I'd call those R more than X, but I also haven't played them. Well, well I'm saying X because time. since people may not be familiar with them, oh, I don't, yeah. I don't want someone saying Leisure Suit Larry, and then they look at the game and they're like, okay, it's a guy, you know, in the fir- you know, the f- the first picture. Okay, it's like, okay, there's a girl, she's dressed like that, but that could be part of the plot, and they buy it, and they don't know what they're getting into. Uh, I fu- It was really funny, because my uncle... I played a lot of these games at my uncle's house when I ever went over to visit, and my uncle would have a, a screen with games. Like, you just... Instead of having a regular DOS boot-up screen, he programmed it so you could type your game. And so I would often fiddle around with just selecting different games, and so that was actually my introduction to King's Quest. Whenever I would select Leisure Suit Larry, I had no idea what the games were about. It just said, it was just a text box that said Leisure Suit Larry. Whenever I'd select it, it just said, insert my cousin's name here, you should not be playing this game. (laughs) I was mystified by this until the internet was invented. Here's the main thing I remember about Leisure Suit Larry. There is no game for. 
There's one, two, three. One, two, three. Well, some of them did, but some of them had numbers. What I mean is, is they literally made up a story about a game four that got lost, and then they just mention it randomly in interviews as it's still missing. And I believe if you go to the GOG page, oh. it says it doesn't include four because it's missing. Oh, the best one was Space Quest. Space Quest, when they got to there, one of the games yeah. had a time tra- travel element to it. You would go between different games, including I, past games I that want, already were there. Yes. Or you would go into future games that they never came up yes. came out with. Like I want. I think it was like Space Quest Three. Like at some point, you'd go into Space Quest Sixteen. But but you even got like a title screen, as I remember. Yes, they give you a title screen. Now, and they'd make up a bad pun for it. It was great. As I recall, it Gog, you can get all of Space Quest for like fifteen or twenty, and that's yeah, what. Space Quest but but up for, for I, pretty cheap. I would still probably say. Day of the Tentacle Remastered or Sam and Max as a starting point. Yeah, you wanna you wanna start with some of the point and click ones and not the text box entry adventures. Yeah. And the LucasArts ones because as yeah. AR has mentioned Those do not, not, not try to kill you all the time. Yeah, they're not necessarily easier. They just do not try to fuck you over. It, it's yeah. it's sort of like a lot of people don't realize when you play the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy game. There are, oh, yes. <laughs> yes, there are multiple times when the game will fuck you over. And yes, then they... Yeah. Th- no, but here's the thing about that game, specifically. At some point, the game would then point out to you that you made a mistake six hours ago, and now you can't progress any further. You're welcome to try, but you won't be able to. But, like, it taunts you, and you, you'd go, well, it's telling me, so there's clearly some way for me to keep going. And you would yeah. try. And then, and then you'd find out you wouldn't, and you'd have to start over. And then you would find out from someone else that absolutely, there was no way for you to move, regardless of the game taunting you or even cluing you in that there may be a way. Mm-hmm. That game took pride at fucking you over. Mm-hmm. That, Which is appropriate for Hitchhiker. Yeah, that, 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 yeah that's exactly what it is. Um, it looks like our last question. Who will make home marry? I don't think you need to marry anyone when you're dead. I'm more optimistic about Mako. Um, I don't yeah, think... I'm gonna, no. I'm gonna vote for Mimi. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna kill her. Um, yeah, I don't think they're gonna kill Mako. Makuman, I'm not sure after this movie... Okay, if... Okay, if, if Makuman dies, I'm gonna tell you exactly how it's gonna happen. She's purified, she saves them all, and then she flutters off as dust in the wind. Yeah, something like that. It, it's it not. Really... It's, yeah, it's literally going to be like she's in her last form. She defeats them, and then we get the sad music as she dissolves into energy in the yeah, air yeah. after saving everyone. Right. And, My with Makuman for me, it's going to be on this movie. It's how much is the plot devoted to trying to keep Makuman alive? If every if everything would be so much easier if the kids would just let Makuman die but they insist on having her live, it would be really weird if she ended up dying anyway. Possibly. <laughs> Neko isn't very happy at, at the responses. But, yeah, um... I feel like... Yeah, so, sorry, to answer your question, Neko, if, uh, who's Mako gonna marry? If she dies, she'll marry Yujin then. Because Eugen has so many death flags. You know, too. speaking speaking of random guesses, has any Atmon guess been correct so far? Like I'm 
Like, I feel like people guessing that, um... Why can't I remember his name now? I don't know who you're... Which one you're talking little about. Bro- little Brother, I can't remember his Hajime. name. Hajime. Hajime. Ha- I feel like people guessing that Hajime was an Atmon doesn't count because they guessed every Atmon he was, minus the one he actually was. No, I was... I've heard guesses for the one it was. I was... That was the one I subscribed to, actually. I was... Yeah, but what I, what I, I mean think... is, is most of the people who guessed... Oh, maybe he he's Sleepmon. That yeah. was in the midst of them guessing ten other people. Like, um, like, no, like, like pe- people he, thought he was Yujin. No, people thought people that went straight for the one it was. Really, and, I didn't. I didn't see yeah, anyone. No, I, okay, I didn't see that happen at all. But, and also, also when I saw the that one, I was like. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, okay. I I don't mean when we found out there was going to be a focus episode with Sleepmon. I'm talking no, about no one guessed it earlier that I'm aware of. As soon as they found out it was an Atmon, I saw a guess and I latched onto that and it oh, okay. to be correct. Okay, I'm talking about okay. See, the guess that I remember the most of was probably people. Well, it has to be Hackmon because of the way it is in the yeah. intro. No, I saw that. I saw that guess a lot. I saw Bootmon a lot. I didn't see a ton of it. But it was one that I subscribed to the hardest. I saw you. I saw Eugen a lot. I saw people guessing Gatchmon a lot. Yeah, I mean, when he was, when we thought that Hajime could be human, I think Knight was a really popular choice. But but what I mean is, is but, Hajime was guessed for fucking everyone. Everyone except okay. Eri. Yeah. The only. No one, I think everyone kind of thought Eri was solid. Yeah. The only people who I did not see the guess was Haru and Eri. I want to say I even saw some guesses that maybe I wasn't real, you know, I was, you know, a memory well, people implanted. Are still, people are still get, people are still wondering about I. Yeah. Um, okay, serious question, because since I've been trying to wait for better quality subs for some of the early episodes that aren't available yet, have they told us who the, the, um, the silhouetted Apple driver is yet? No. Are, do you think they're going to, or do you think it's just, we're supposed to guess that it's night? I think that if they don't show who it is, we're supposed to guess that it's night. Or it will be revealed in Atmon 2 coming in a year or two. I don't think they will do that. I don't think that in episode 3 or 4, whenever that silhouette first showed up, they assumed there would be a season 2. No. But that's never that's certainly never stopped them in the past with Digimon changing shit around. Oh no, if they do an Atmon season 2, they may go back and... Yes. Re rewrite who it was supposed to it be was, the whole it, time. But it it was Hajime's evil clone all along. It's it's sort of like how the original chosen and adventure was always meant to be left open ended. Yes. Well, no, not even no, not. See, the thing is, is not even open ended. It was meant to be known. Right. It was meant to just be a comment on the circular nature of there, good and evil. Yeah. There it, were others. We don't care who yeah. they are. It was never that. That is the only part that really does kind of annoy me about them revealing it. Is this, the entire point was that it was no one. I mean, it was so meant to be no one. They literally just used the silhouettes of pre-existing characters. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with them going back to that though, because a lot well, of the I'm okay. A lot of the a lot of the filler elements, you know, to fill in the yeah. history of the digital world and adventure. Felt a lot like filler yes. that really didn't matter. I'm, I'm, I like that it matters. Now. I'm only okay with it because it there's actually plot relevance. It's not just 
and we happen yeah, to be them. Yeah, if they had added detail, if they had included it as a detail and not worked it into the story somehow, yeah, that's dumb. Yeah. Although I do think that people seem to be expecting that we're going to learn more about the other three a bit too much. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I could be completely wrong, but I feel like m- minus whatever might come up with Bakuman, if more comes up with that, that's what that story was. Yeah, I'm not expecting a lot from the other three. Yeah, but they might. Who knows? They're, they're, I, I could see they're, they're all dead. I could see at the end if they get the um, O2 kids back into the picture. I could see a big thing at the end where three different generations. Also, all involved in oh, getting into the final battle. Also, I, I would, I would just like. I don't think we're getting a lot of. I, I would just like to point out all the people who are perfectly fine with movie three ending without them saving the adventure kids are very upset that we're not getting more about the O two kids and Chai. Mm, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Movie reason. Yeah, I, I tend to point out that as well. I mean, but I mean, people I'm are so not. I'm so not in love with movie three that I no. don't like to point out the oh, really no. obvious parallels oh, no. going on. Oh no, same thing. But I just find it funny. Like there are some real. Well, like you said, there are some really obvious ones. But there are things Willis, that Mako is basically Willis with glasses. To be fair, she's more interesting than Willis. She is. Yeah, that's true. Will it? He's sort of just there. She's at least part of, like, Willis should be the core of the movie three plot based on what the plot is, but he's sort of just there. Mm-hmm. Ah, how fun. I think we're going to wrap we it up. We should probably wrap up yeah. before we uh, tear out too many other movies. Mo- yeah, we'll tear apart movie four next time. Or we'll have an hour-long discussion of Police Quest. Yeah, or Sam and Max. Cause I was gonna go with I was gonna go with one of the games we didn't bring up. See, see, I see. For me, it always will come back to Sam and Max because I was just at the right age, and then and then there was the cartoon right after. Oh yeah, that's right. And then and then Lucas Arts started to make a sequel, and then it got canceled. And then Telltale staff split off to Telltale and made new ones. And that, like, helped that company grow. So it will always come back to yeah. Sam and Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Definitely. And then and then they did a remastered version of the original comics, and Sam and Max's creator is a director at Pixar now. Wow. He directed the, um, the what was it, Toy Story in Time? The short film oh. where they fight dinosaur toys. Okay. Which is fantastic, and you can see his work in it. Hmm. Okay, I think... That's going to be about it for us. Yeah. Um, shockingly, DigiFest took up less time than I expected. Thank you, everyone who showed up. I could, yeah, I could go longer on, on yeah. DigiFest, um, but I think we covered the basics. Ho- hopefully within the next podcast or two, I edit and tweak stuff on the site so AR is listed more prominently, depending on schedule. Of, but mm-hmm. I'll figure I that out. I will say at DigiFest that O2 was getting a lot of love over there with a lot of the compilations they put together. So they're they're showing a lot more of O2 in the in in the in the official picture. It could so. just be taunting people, baiting it them. It might be. It might be. You're just reminding people that yes, we still acknowledge it exists. But well, they've acknowledged. Pre- here's the thing. It. Well, here's the thing. In all, almost every part of Try, they've acknowledged its existence. 
I want to say the only one that we haven't had something big in was 4. Yeah, 4 didn't have a ton. Or it, it basically covered the same ground 2 did. Yeah, but like 1, 2, and 3 yeah, no, all one, two, had relevance. Of... They only got to the digital world in part 3 involving Ken's equipment. That's true, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's... And then, could... and then they reveal that it's not Ken, which is the best, like, random moment thus far. I could go, I could go longer about yeah. that, but we do need to wrap up. Yeah, okay. So thank you everyone for showing up. We will catch you next time. Bye. Bye.